0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, Alex Keel, alongside me, the insider, the insiders, <gasps>
1: oh god, it's good to be back. Tyler Keel. Layla Anderson got a ring. That she did. Layla Anderson got a Stanley Cup ring. The rings were handed out to, to the Blues, and of course, it was Pareko and them, they're up there, and they gave it to her, and... I thought, you know, we were past it or whatever. I'm like, hey, it was cute. You know, she held the cup. part of the parade. It's awesome. And then I eh, gave her a ring. And just, just, you know, I haven't gone a while without crying. And uh, I'd like to thank the St. Louis Blues for making sure my tear glands still work because it was a beautiful moment once again with Layla. And she, just, and she was wearing, you know, it's you know, like a blue shirt, but it's saying, let's go kids, you know, for the Children's Hospital there in St. Louis. And they're just, she's just, she's, yeah.
0: She is definitely an inspiration and... A, uh, he's defi- definitely, definitely a a, a a crowd favorite. There, let's no, put, let's put it that way. No, let's put it that way.
1: No kin. I mean, Gish, she can go to. I, there's no way she pays for another Blues ticket for the rest of her life. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, there's no way. Yeah, dude. yeah. It's like it's Joey like uh, Joey Moss from Edmonton. Wayne Gretzky's biggest fan. Remember Joey? Joey she- Moss never paid for never another ticket ever again. I don't. He never has. Layla Anderson is the same way. She'll be she. Hey, she helped that team win the cup. That's why they gave her a ring. <laughs> she was there for that team. <laughs> okay, sure. They played Gloria when she got out of the hospital. They played Gloria when the, it's just it's everything is just perfect. She'll she she can just she's she'll be there forever. Does that mean that she gets a statue? Maybe a plaque. I don't know about a statue, but a plaque maybe. Maybe they'll name maybe they'll name a bench after her. Dude, why didn't you? Just, well maybe yeah or like a row or a section or something like that or they'll do on um, what some of the players do they'll get like a suite for you know the you know for some kids you know for um, underprivileged kids or kids that are in you know children's hospitals and they read Layla's suite like Layla is sweet but it's Layla you could you could say it's Layla's suite as she owns it or as Layla is sweet no matter what grammatically correct it's the it's the Layla suite the Layla suite yeah I, Something like, something like that, you know? That's a good marketing campaign, right? I'm here. just saying. I'm just saying. Be good. But nevertheless. If you have a better name for <laughs> Layla's suite, I think, Alex, they should go and use the hashtag the Podcast and tell us what they should what it should be called. Hashtag TheKill Podcast. Hashtag
0: TheKeel Podcast. For it. those of you that want to tweet at us. Make sure to check out the Downtown Sports Network. At DT Sports Network. It's football season, fans. You know what that means. Brady's 4-0. Oh, and the Patriots, too. Brady's 4-0, and Antonio Brown was only there for a game. <laughs> hey, I will hold that over their heads the entire so, season. So you
1: know, so wait, 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 hold on. Here's my, here's my question. I'm about to knock on wood. I, I know you're about to say. If they win the Super Bowl, does that mean that he gets a ring? They want to hear me knocking the wood there, because I knew you were going to say that. I'm like, I'm getting over there before he says well, it. Well, didn't Mike Knubel get a ring? Yes, I think yes he did, because he played on the 97-98 team before he got traded to New York. Oh, gosh, the girls are going out. <laughs> oh, sweet Mother Teresa, that means that we're going to have to drive them. Give us a couple hours! Give us a couple hours! Good, perfect. They said yes, because obviously today Baby, is... Baby, don't eat pizza, you'll puke! Is she lactose?
0: No. Oh. Every time that she's drank quite a bit... Oh, We've we've concurred that every time that she pukes, it's because
1: while she's drank, she's also consumed pizza. Well, if you have too much of one, here's the problem: when I have pizza, and if I'm at a party, I'm not paying attention. I just I just keep going. See, but that wasn't the problem. It was she, it's that she, and beer. You put pizza and beer in a place, and I'm not, and it's free. She now. did have a lot of beer. I'll have. I'll drink. I shoot. I will drink. I probably shouldn't get actually my drinking habits on the yeah, show. Yeah, you should. But.
0: Shout shout out to Steel Steel Street Brewing. By the way, it's the it's the brewery that's in Ionia. It's called Steel Street Brewing. They have some bomb pizza. They have like a Reuben pizza. It's a a Reuben pizza. It's dude. I thought the same thing, and then I took a bite. What's the sauce? Just uh, Reuben sauce, like uh, Thousand Island. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, and then it's like I'm thinking like I don't know if I don't know if they. Changed out the mozzarella for provolone, but it was it was a white cheese, and then you had you're very specific Alex pieces right? of corned beef on top, and then just sauerkraut, and then added Thousand Island on
1: top. Oh, yeah, you're killing me, dude.
0: Yeah, and then she puked it up in in the oh, front yard, oh, and she's, it was she just, puked up a Reuben pizza. She did, and Mother, it was I'm gonna you could s- her the you could still g-
1: you could, oh, still see, you,
0: could you could still see like solid pieces of sauerkraut. Oh, <laughs> it was so good though. I did not. I felt bad for her having to puke that
1: up. It was so good. Most people right now they're probably eating food right now. Alex, That's fine. You just, know what? That's okay. I mean, they're just sitting there like we were just having a nice dinner here, and then you had to come here with the puking story, puking up a Reuben pizza. Now it does not sound as good coming up as it does going down, but it doesn't sound good at all. It's a freaking Greek tragedy. It's a Greek tragedy. Puking up freaking
0: Reuben. Oh, it was so good. It's like you know. And they had a they had a solid like Supreme pizza. Too. Ooh, I wonder if they still have that. They
1: pr- okay, it's a pizza place, dude. You can ask. No, I mean
0: leftovers. Oh, oh, no, probably not. Actually, no, I ate it up. No, I was never about mind. to say
1: if there were, if I if there was pizza in this house. Here's the problem with where I, where I'm living now. A little Caesar's. Well, it's actually kind of like when we're at you know when we lived together. There's not a little Caesar's within like two minutes away. We were gosh darn spoiled when we were children. That the yeah. little Caesar's was like in walking distance. Now it's like you have to. I think the closest one is. Over by the highway, over by 96, getting off Cascade. For you, yeah. And Well, the same way for you, because it was like off 36. You have to drive like 10 minutes. It's like the closest uh, thing I have. Yeah, it's a 10-minute It's, a 10 minute it's drive. like the same thing as like well, having to drive a distance to go to Tim Hortons. It's literally, it feels like that. You which, when we were living at the old,
0: old house, we didn't have to. Oh,
1: well, good Lord. I'd
0: walk <laughs> Everything was in walking distance.
1: You want, what did you want, pizza? Shout out to Plainfield Township. What I mean what do you want? You want Tim Hortons right there. Boom. Your grocery store, 2-minute walk. Um, Dollar need,
0: Dollar yeah. Tree, Dollar General,
1: Lowe's, need, all there. Need to go to a bar? All right, there's Cheers, there's Charlie's, there's I mean if you want to go up to the score, it's really not that far away.
0: Nah, that's a drive.
1: I guess so. But yeah, but there's like other places and then you got of course you got a Mickey D's and stuff like that. Mickey
0: D's, Taco, uh well, Taco Bell's a bit of a drive. Not but, really.
1: That's a tenet. Taco boy taco boy was more oh, walking distance the super wet burrito Whew. haven't had anything better since i don't actually no not at all they're they're
0: they, they've they gone downhill
1: really yeah oh that's a bummer yeah it was new owner but oh everyone's talk- like what is this taco boy what is this this is this cheer stuff you mean like where everyone knows your name no where nobody wants to know your name that's what kind of cheers we no, have by us everybody knows your name and it's not for the good reason Every, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, I'll say this. Cheers is one of the few places that's actually a bar, but a, that serves breakfast. They don't serve a bad breakfast either. I remember when we. Yeah, uh, it's okay. Well, okay, when it's free, it's good because we were when I was named all conference the one year. I we yeah, took this out. Yeah, yeah we, you know, I was named all conference. Okay. Was <laughs> oh, oh well, was it okay? White at that point? No, no, it was. Well, no, because hockey is different. Hockey not. It doesn't follow the divisions over here. But it was like OK All-Conference. I think it was like Tier 3 Me and Jake Cobb were that. But the funny thing was we, did, we went for the hockey one. We went to Hudsonville. Scott Lacey and I, we had to travel and met Jake Cobb there and stuff like that. And then the next, so we went out there. So I got to miss time for that. The next week is when they had the OK White All-Conference pictures. So we got to go to that as well as representatives of Northview, which is where we got the free food. That's when Albro was still there. He probably didn't know why the heck I was there. <laughs> no. He still doesn't know what's going on. I see him, and I'm pretty sure he does not recognize me at all, all the time. I'm like, I want to say hi, Rick, but I'm like, you know what? I really didn't like you, and I still don't like you. Yeah. You know, he purposely played only 10 players last year because he wanted players for this year, freshmen, to come in. For basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. He didn't even. No, yeah, he wanted that. I know he wanted that. And but you I'm know, here's, here's the thing. Rick
0: Albro is, he's a mean man, but he's a genius. He's a mad scientist. He, he really is. He's what? so. What's the worst for, that's going for, for our hockey fans out there? He's like Eddie Shore. No, he, Eddie Shore
1: was just nuts.
0: No, there was Al, no Al- Albro's nuts.
1: Here's the difference: Eddie Shore's if, business sucked. Rick, Rick, if I'll say this right now, if, if the Abingdon basketball team does not make it out of the conference tournament, they're going to this year. You think so? With their sick new black uniforms, heck oh, yeah! Oh jeez, that's why. And the black cord and everything and yeah. Wait, are they? Are, do they have like the jerseys like the men do? It's like black and silver. No, okay. They're black jerseys uh, with red. Uh,
0: Welcome to the Davenport letters.
1: Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey! I'm just saying, it. if I was full time, if I was full time, I could have done it. I'm just saying that they. I love Cooper. You know They, they t- want one. You know they want a I, show. I'll tell you this: I like Cooper. I like what he's doing. He's doing a good job. I'm just saying, though. But then again, I think if I would not have been able, I would not have been able to do the podcast anyways because he does so much for the non team. Anyways, we should probably get to hockey because there's a reason why we told the girls to make it a couple hours because, Alex, it's a season preview show. Big, long one. And we're not doing what we did last year. We did two separate shows for the conferences. This is one big show.
0: We're going to try to keep it as short and sweet as possible, but no promises.
1: Short and sweet and sweet and salty like this trail mix here. A sure. good friend at Cars, Friends like,
0: Ooh. Yeah, shout out to Detroit-born 1933 Cars, the American Trail Mix, Come sweet at, and
1: salt, sweet and salt. Everyone's mix. talking about a good economy coming out of the Great Depression. No, we got Trail Mix. <laughs> yep. Straight out of Detroit has peanuts, cocoa candies,
0: so basically M and M's. Oh, I was about to say my coconut. I'm like, oh, yep, cocoa candies, raisins, and sunflower kernels. That's not very too bad. good for
1: you. Very high
0: in protein. Very good in sodium as well. It's a perfect trail mix. Keeps it's, you going.
1: I actually like well, cars. Well, it helps. It's it's seven dollars for a big bag. Seven for a forty-four ounce bag.
0: That's seven bucks. I would not pay seven bucks for that.
1: Was it six fifty? I don't know. It's a big bag, six fifty-seven bucks. Yeah, well, okay, you're gonna tell me there's a better deal somewhere else. Listen, I love Kingma's trail mix up like that, but that's it's like seven bucks for half of this. Well, I'm not. I don't go to Kingma's. I know. I actually, it's, it's on the other side of town now. Well, not for me. Well, it's uh, it's sort of on this side of town. You're, I got. I gotta go up to. I you're still, still on the south side of town. I t- still have to go up to Robinette's though. Now I have no excuse. It's right up the belt line.
0: I know. I have Anyways, to, I'm taking Katie up there. Um, Wait, let but,
1: apple cider man. Oh, I know.
0: She doesn't like apple cider, though. What the
1: hell? I, okay, I don't like apple cider either, but Robinette's apple cider I make an exception for. I'll have her try it, but she don't like apple cider. Okay, don't make her, like, chug it. Just, you know, ma- warm it up for her. Make some hot cider for her.
0: No, she doesn't hot like cider that either.
1: Mother of God, what is wrong with this woman? It, it Her mom happy.
0: doesn't like it. She don't like it. I blame her a, mother.
1: i have a sit-down with her. She just comes out and just comes, walks in and says, yeah, I bought a Nintendo Switch, and she doesn't <laughs> like apple cider. What the hell is wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to hockey. Or let's get to hockey first. No, we started with hockey, just took a, well, I got hungry. <laughs> yeah, we did.
0: So, um, has to do with hockey. Austin Matthews was accused of disorderly conduct from back in
1: May, so, and this is resulting in what, Tyler? Nothing's really come of it yet. It just sounds like it's going to be, I don't say swept under the rug, but from what I've been hearing, the worst part is I recorded the episode last week. I post with it. Pooh Bear, with Pooh Bear, of course. Yes, Winnie the Pooh. Record the podcast. I post it. One hour later, my Twitter goes nuts when you see Elliot Friedman, Chris Johnson, Bob McKenzie, Perry Lebron, Darren Dreger, and Nick Kiprios all tweet about the same darn thing. You know it's legit. Yeah, and I'm like. I ju- literally because remember well remember Thomas Shabbat the day after we recorded our last one at the old at, at Nana's we Thomas Shabbat got signed the next day I'm like oh my gosh we literally recorded yesterday You couldn't have done it then right uh, and then of course literally an hour after I'm done Austin Math this whole thing about Austin Matthews comes out listen it it, it happens it, it happens I don't know how to say it I mean a lot of things Patty Kane. I I, that's what I look at this as I look at Patrick Kane and the Buffalo taxi driver and then they remember the sexual abuse and sexual harassment accusations that were made towards him a couple years ago it's the thing is that it just came out right before the season that's where I always wonder like was there something going on behind the scenes underneath you know under the table that we don't know about it's I don't. I, don't, I, I, don't I say, wouldn't look too far into that's that. That's why I'm part not. I'm that. not going to because obviously it's nothing's coming of it. Apparently he did have to meet in front of a judge or something like that. Oh yeah, I mean but, if, if
0: you're accused of any like crime,
1: whether it be a felony well, or, well, of course, just that, that's the big part is obviously he's playing for a Canadian team. That you, is, you could a, loo- He could lose his visa that way.
0: He could lose his visa and he would not be eligible to play for the team in Canada. So that
1: eleven point six three four.
0: <laughs> He he would be playing every single visiting game in the United States, though. He could do that. So
1: let me try to do the math here.
0: Forty-one. Well, actually, I'm
1: not sure. Forty-one because if
0: if the NHL does it how the NBA does, then he'd be able to if he didn't have his, if he didn't have his work visa to play in Canada, he'd be able to play for the NHL or for the Maple Leafs. Just he'd have to play all of the away games in the United States.
1: So, he do, so let's do the main That thing. is if it
0: was like the NBA because the NBA, they base all of their salary and stuff like that per game basis. So, that's 40, so they get game so checks. 40,
1: 49 games are played in Canada by the Leafs. Correct. So he'd only be able to play 32 or 33. Yeah, thirty-three yes, games. He'd, he'd be able, able to, play. to play thirty-three games. Yeah, because I'm thinking because two against Montreal, two against Ottawa. That is, if
0: see. in the hypothetical that that's how yeah, it works
1: in the NHL. I don't know what. Well, shoot, they only gave concessions off three games, so or four games, so whatever.
0: Well, we'll <laughs> see what happens. I mean, I don't really know a lot about it, and
1: I it can't really an, talk it, on it. It doesn't sound like anything serious. So, I, I we should. We, I felt like we had to mention it because, it, like I said last show, we uh, it, it's news. If it's I, hockey if news. If I had, you know, if I had gone to the bathroom before the show, I would have been able to get it out before the end of the show. Doesn't take an hour, does it? I mean, I could have easily taken an hour. I mean, the point was if I had waited or something like that. I don't know, something came
0: up. Sure. Kami um, Granato, um, he or excuse me, she will become the first female pro scout with the Seattle hockey team. The Seattle Sockeys. They're not going to be the Sockeys. They're going to be the Metropolitans. First ever hockey team from the United States to win the Stanley Cup.
1: Come on. Okay, let's not go into this debate again. Cameron, this is great for Cameron Granado, because, first of all, U.S. Olympian, married to Ray Ferraro, so there's clearly a lot of hockey genetics there. I'm just saying, I mean, they're, they're very – she's very smart. She knows the game well. I am curious to see how You're curious? I am curious to see well, will she be a head scout, will she be a regional scout, where she I don't th- I don't know if she'll be a head scout. It's a little early to tell. Obviously cuz they don't have all of their pieces. Well, I mean, does
0: their... she does she have
1: scouting experience? That I don't know. I I mean, I think she I think she's probably scouted for team you know, USA hockey for the women's team. I wouldn't be surprised at least. But I mean, it's it's up to it. And and let's be
0: completely honest here. Even if she's not a head scout or if she's not the head scout, she's still this is still this is still monumental stuff here, right? Like we were still we were going, you know, hell over high water after Toronto, you know, decided to, you know, bring a a lady into
1: the into the fold, if you will. Yeah. Or when they brought in. Yeah. When they brought in Haley Wickenheiser to be a. Member of player development, which is huge. So hey, man, they're they're take, they're coming in there. They're they're getting in the. they are developing
0: the game, and it's not just
1: gonna have to be have to be off ice, or on ice. It can be off ice too. And my goodness, Kendall Coin is isn't she part of the St. Louis broadcast now? Uh, I believe so. Because obviously, because obviously she's not playing this year, <laughs> right? You're not, not wrong there. I'm not going to get into that. We're not going to because we only have. Forever, we only have a couple hours. For, listen, guys, if you want to hear this podcast through the beginning of the regular season, trust me, we can start talking about women talking stuff like that. But good for her getting in there, Seattle. Hey, I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm still waiting. I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be next year, it'd be the year after would be the expansion draft. So ugh, we're getting we're getting there.
0: We're getting there slowly
1: but surely. I feel like they just make like announcements like every two months. Seattle, the Seattle team does just so people like, hey, don't worry, we're having a team eventually. Just we'll, we'll be here.
0: Right. So the next thing on the agenda um,
1: was uh good old, good old Tom Wilson, Tom Wilson in preseason doing something dumb, Alex, man, what year is it? It
0: is year the is year, year of 2019. The year of 2019
1: man was uh, ejected. No, he only got a ten minute. He only ended up getting a ten minute misconduct. He was. Everyone thought he was initially ejected, but really, yeah, he only ended up getting a ten for this. So, Tom, why not? If you're giving him a ten minute, just send him. Well, it was in the second period. That was why. Well, so Tom Wilson gets it. Who is he getting into it with? One of the Canes players, right in front of the bench. Here, Um, let me
0: look at it real quick, just to make sure, because I, I heard about it and I watched the video. I. Couldn't tell you who
1: exactly it was, though. Long story short, he starts getting physical with one of the Keynes in front of the bench, and then all of a sudden, Tom Wilson went Tom Wilson. Oh, except, excuse me, he didn't take anyone's head off. He didn't do that. But what came out after, first of all, James Reimer giving him the old heave-ho. James Reimer told him off. It wasn't, no, it was not James Reimer that initially told him.
0: Ah, that's what it was. Okay, that's why I thought it was funny. So this is uh this is a quote from NBC Sports Washington's uh little blurb before they have their video um i guess you could call it the 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 comment or whatever um in the, cap- in the Capitals' uh, preseason finale against the Carolina Hurricanes, Tom Wilson got into a scuffle. And it's a bit of a scuffle. After the Canes' coaching staff had some words to say to the forward.
1: Well, he didn't say coaching staff, but he did say it was not a player that was chirping him. And ironically, the one that was right across from Tom Wilson when he was in that scuffle was Rod Brendamore.
0: Yeah, I could see Rod saying oh, that. Oh, absolutely,
1: 100%. Dude, the guy is a coach, but... He's, he can been, still. Chirp. it's only been about what 10 years since he's played
0: 10 or less than 10 years it doesn't matter how old how long it's been he's, he, hockey dude, players are hockey players
1: i don't care how big tom wilson is rod brandamore in his prime could have whipped him up rod Bre- i i would say i would say philly flyers rod brandamore here's
0: my question if I don't know how, but if the Carolina Hurricanes were involved in like a winter classic or like an outdoor game, and they had a alumni game,
1: would Rod would Rod Brendamore play? Yeah, he won. He was the captain of the cup-winning team. How do you not? Patrick Wall but was even Patrick, even well, no. if well Patrick Wall was the goaltender for Colorado in the Detroit and Colorado game.
0: That's right. Remember that the, was remember, when it,
1: remember that was the same year that Calvin Pickard got sick. And Varlamov was hurt and there was and Wah took morning skate as a goaltender. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, just play him. I don't care who the back, I don't care what goaltender they were I think at the time was one day contract. Like, wasn't it I think Lake Erie was still the team at the time, their farm club. And I don't I'm like, I don't care who's who they're calling up. It was just Lake put, Erie. Put Waugh in. But man, I was that close. Like, it's funny. When I was a kid, I hated Patrick Waugh. But seeing him now. Yeah, it's a nostalgia thing. He's a bit of a nut, but it's like you realize how good he is now. Like how good he was, pardon me. Yeah. I, Don't get me wrong, yes, his catching glove was the side of two of my heads, and his pads were about ten feet wide, but hey. At still least at made the, saves. Exactly. But well, Tom so Tom Wilson only gets ten, but then the next day. Next day what? The next day, something happened in the Oh, you're talking about the next thing on the schedule.
0: Yeah, yeah no, Evander Kane
1: got, uh, got into it with a linesman. Der- well, first of all, he got into Derek England First of all, so uh, Hockey Central at noon's back on the air, which, thank goodness, and it's two hours now. You know, hard, you, know, you know how hard it is to try to follow? It was easy when it was one hour because it would be there and back from like Davenport or whatever. Now it's two hours. It's very difficult to keep all that when you're doing short, short drives. But anyways, Elliot Freeman was on, and he was talking, and they mentioned it, of course. And he said that game was already out of hand by that point. There were 114 total penalty minutes in that game. Correct. In a preseason game. Yeah. This is a rivalry, guys. This is a rivalry. This is the... This is... And it's not like a, you know, Pittsburgh and Washington, play each other all the time, play good hockey all the time. No, this is... We just talked about it, Detroit and Colorado. This is heading in that direction. And... (sighs) And you know what? It's gonna suck because I'm gonna lose a lot of flipping sleep. <laughs> yeah, because you're just gonna wanna watch the games. NBC wins in it hot. They're gonna bump up that game to four o'clock just so they can at four o'clock. Green go Day's
0: got the anthem, and then we got the
1: rivalry at freaking eight. You can call it Wednesday Night Rivalry every Wednesday. San Jose and Vegas, part round twelve. Ding ding. I'm just saying, if you- Vander
0: Kane looks like Rocky after the twelfth round.
1: I- him and Ryan Whoa. Reeves. Is, so the, the, see, that's why like it would be great if they. Yeah, go back. no,
0: Vander Kane after fighting Ryan Reeves. I'm just saying, if they went back to the day where
1: you just played everyone in your everyone from the other conference just once and played your division eight times. Eight games. dude, those games would sell out, and you could scalp those tickets for twice the price, and you would still sell out. Those games are going to be legit. Anyway, so go back to what happened, Alex. I'm sorry. Yes. So, um, basically, what happened
0: is. Uh, Vander Kane plays hard. So does you know the Vegas Golden Knights. Gets tied up with Eric Engl- or excuse-
1: Derek England. Derek England. Yep. I, sa- I said Eric, Who's somehow Eric. still playing for that team that yeah. stacked roster, and he's still playing. It's
0: because he's Vegas. I know he's Vegas boy. I know. Um, so Derek England's holding on to Vander Kane's stick. Kane's looking for a call or something. Doesn't get it. And then the two kind of go a little bit back and forth in between, like, in the neutral zone area. And during this time, there is... Hold on. There is a lineman... A linesman, excuse me. Uh, I want to make sure that I pronounce this correctly as best as I can, at least. I think it's... Keel Murchison.
1: Yeah, I think that's how you I'm,
0: say it. It's K-I-E-L. That's so his first Kiel, name. Yeah. And then M-U-R-C-H-I-S-O-N. So, I'm going to say Kiel Murchison. Yes. During this
1: entire... Well, he was standing right behind Derek when Kane slashed him.
0: And oh, Kane... but before that, though. Oh. But before that, during this entire, you know, in the neutral zone play, he tried to stay in between Kane and, you know, England, and, and which and I I don't disagree with that. And, you know, you want to make sure that the play goes on. Um, make sure that, you know, you don't have a bunch of guys going after each other with sticks because that can get pretty dangerous. However... Um, As the whistle was blown, Mr. Murchison grabbed Kane and pulled him to the ice.
1: Well, okay, so Murchison, by the way, 476 games in the NHL, 16 playoff games. He's not a rookie, okay? He knows how to handle this sort of thing. Does he? Well, clearly not. You would think close to 500 games like this, but... He gets in between them because he doesn't, well, the game, like I said, was already getting out of hand and the Lions was trying to slow things down. That's why he grabbed Kane right away because he knew Kane was going to go after England. And yes, Keel had just been slashed right before. He, he was not intentionally slashed. He was wrong place, wrong time. Everyone knew Kane was trying to slash England. And yes, Murchison got caught in the thigh there. And then they just kind of got caught up and tumbled. Kane was trying to go around them and then their feet got tied up and they tumbled. And, of course, Kane, thinking that since why is the linesman grabbing me, gave him a quick little shove. And, yes, the the automatic rule for the longest time was the 10-game, 10-gamer for any form of contact, for any form of abuse of an official. Kane was obviously ejected from the game, given a game misconduct. And, you know, what we can say, it was dropped this morning. It's a three-game ban. And it's three games simply because of the fact that realizing the circumstances, what was going on, where Murchison lays in all this. It wasn't like, you know. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean. Wasn't it? Well, who, the, was, the sla- who was it from the Ducks? Vermette, was he the one that slashed the ref after after a faceoff was dropped improperly? He didn't slash me, like tapping him in the back of the leg. That got him 10 games. I think so. Because that was. But the, he, well, that was here's a, the
0: thing. England straight up cross-checks Evander Kane right in the lower back. Ow, that hurts. So, yeah, Evander but Kane. It ha- but it happens. It happens. So, what does Evander Kane do? He retaliates and he slashes him, and Keel Murchison just so happens to be there.
1: And then I that's always, when. Like I always tell you. I remember And you then a as fan. the play goes didn't down. There.
0: Okay. But as the play is called dead, Keel Murchison grabs him with one hand. Like, I'm like, okay, if he's like trying to like push him or like trying to guide him away, grabs him with one hand. And then grabs him with the other hand, and then you can see him like pulling him like down. Like, I, it, I don't I don't care if it was a lack of balance or something like that. I literally, think- but someone who's been someone who's done this for over four hundred games. Come on, you, you you. I get it if you're if you're gonna like kind of guide him or something like that, but if you're gonna
1: basically take someone down i'm trying to i'm watching it back here myself again because i've watched it a couple times since it happened he grabs him grabs him grabs him and push so i don't here's the thing i think he kind of went up against him and i don't think kane was expecting any body contact at all that's what i think what happened and of course wasn't like aaron dell in that game was getting with mark stone that game was getting out of hand the ref was trying to do his thing i don't think he meant to knock kane down i'm not gonna now yes did he go a little forceful absolutely he went too far at that point just let him go just let him go
0: yeah tell him to go go to tell him to go to the bench
1: something you don't you don't need just do the double arms out don't try to do what you do with your two buddies in playground just put your arms out and hope they don't hit each other don't grab one guy and hope yeah if if
0: they start getting close there's a reason why the rocket recharge things happen to Alex which (laughs) by the way which by the way Evander Kane was skating by him so once Evander Kane got close to England for sure Get in there, you know. Start like separating, separating people with the your two. separating the two, but you don't need to go. Because
1: guess, guess what? The there players, was a solid five feet between the, those players. The players know that they see the ref; they don't go through them. Yeah, you, Kane wasn't going to go through Murchison. He was going to go around yeah, him.
0: Yeah, you can go Kane around was, a ref all day long, but you can't go through a ref.
1: <laughs> Except like the one one time. When so Kane when the ref goes through, through you, come on. I uh, know. Trust me. That's why I believe it's only a three gamer. They're think the obviously if you give them nothing, the any the officials association the, they uh, will they, get the, all the union will get all out of whack. That's why when there's any inclination of Dennis Wideman's 20 game suspension getting when it was going to be when it was brought gonna be down, it's going to be brought down. There was already an uproar before any decision was made. So I'm like I said, I'm with Kane on this one. Murchison should definitely know better. The linesman, I'm sure he's gotten it talking to by. I don't know who's the, I, who's the head of... I don't even know who the head of officiating is in the NHL, but... I'm not sure anymore. There's probably... But there was something. There There had to have been words saying, like, hey, you messed up. Yeah, you got pushed, but you earned it. I don't care if... Because everyone knows that the slash was not intentional. Was not to met, It was not meant for Murchison. It was meant for Anglin. Yeah. And I think Murchison was a little hot under the collar after getting slashed. As most people... I mean, shoot, anyone would get mad. But you got to understand that. Let them fight. Yeah. Let them go. Yeah, so we... Had some signings. Some signings. Recently. Someday, though,
0: a And I'm going to tell you about them. You are. Patrick what, what, about, what about me? No. What about me? What about you? What about me? You got to
1: talk all last week by yourself. And hey, you're, man, I'm just saying.
0: Just as soon as someone comes back on the show, you're you like, know oh, my let at, me you talk.
1: Know. Let me talk. You know my address. You know where I'm at, man. I don't know your address. I just know how to drive here. That's good enough. <laughs> No Patrick Line
0: and Kyle Connor are officially under contract once again with the Winnipeg Jets. Somehow. Patrick Lyne is a
1: two-year AAV of six point seven five million dollars. Seven point five in year two. So that puts his offer sheet close to eight mil, if not a little over. That's quick math off the top of my head. I don't know the exact number, but it's around that area. Around that area. I'll take it he's still an RFA. I think he will be ar- arbitration. He will uh, – actually, no, he will not be. He will not be arbitration-eligible. Arbitration, er- uh, arbitration eligible. Good. Give him
0: less because, obviously, we can tell what he did with this. Um, obviously, a bridge deal,
1: you know. Pardon par- me. Pardon me. What? He will be available for arbitration after four years of professional experience. So, yes, after the contract, he will be. So, this year, he was not going to be arbitration-eligible. When his next negotiation comes around in 2022, he'll be able, he will be arbitration eligible. I just looked up our good friends at catfriendly.com. Help me out with that one there. Shout out to catfriendly. Catfriendly. So,
0: bridge deal, obviously, both parties not being able to agree on. 2021, by
1: the way. sorry, 2021.
0: Yeah, not being able to agree on terms and money. So,
1: I mean, this is Patrick Liney just had a bad year. And I get it. Yes. He's, he, should easily come back to 30 some odd points. But it's his consistency is the question. Right. He and scored you how don't, many goals in one month? And then you only dropped. I mean, it's just it's the consistency with Line A's game is why Shevel Dayoff was not willing to give him either term nor dough. This is why I think this is a fair contract. He gives him two years. Hey, figure it out. If you can Sorry. show that you're consistent
0: hey, for he, two years. He puts
1: 35 up the next two years, come next 35 and 35. Yeah, you're getting nine. Easily. At, end, at that point, with the salary cap, it could be 10. 35 goals, Alex, in today's game is a lot. And if you can do it consistently, it's a you're, big deal. You're right. You, you're, at that point, you're buying goals. That's why Leon Dreissel's contract looks legit now. <laughs> now it does. Like I said, it took him to score 50 goals, but it looks legit. Yeah.
0: Uh, however, Kyle Connor, um, he got paid and he got term. Yes, sir, he did. Seven years. With an AAV of seven million one hundred and forty-two thousand eight hundred and fifty-seven dollars.
1: Now, why though? Why is Kyle Connor getting paid more? I thought Lyle's a more skilled player. Because Kyle he's Connor, established. Kyle Connor is a consistently good player, not just scoring, but everywhere. Look at this, guys. At his first year in the league, first full season, seventeen eighteen, the year they made a really good run to the conference final. 31 and 26, 57 points in 76 games. Last year, 66 points in 82 games. That, in today's game, is a $7 million hockey player. And that's what he's getting. And he's good on both ends. Yeah, he was a minus 7 Something that's line A is not. He's a minus 7, but he got a lot of defensive zone time. He was not... Mark Scheifele and Blake Wheeler were out there. They were going to get the big offensive minutes. Connor was still playing a depth role in putting up 66 points. That is a... I think this is a contract by year six or seven. If Connor can stay the course and be consistent, this contract's gonna look like Nathan McKinnon's. Okay? A talented player who can play and listen, it's hard to imagine that the fact that he is a winger getting seven million dollars. I get that. You'd maybe want to give that to a depth centerman at that kind of rate. But he can score, he can play defense, he can be on the power play, he can jump on the penalty kill, he can go anywhere he wants on the ice, and that's what's gonna make him that's what makes him more useful. Then Patrick Laine. Patrick Laine is a guy that can shoot the puck. Great. Yeah. So um, I think
0: personally, Kyle Connor's contract, it's a great deal. Fair. It's a fair deal. Eric, fair deal. Uh, Laine's contract, we'll have to see. And then obviously with the bridge, let's see how. If he puts he up pay-
1: 100 goals the next two years, just we'll just be throwing, be throwing peanuts at him. And you know what? He'll be worth it. Peanuts from cars. Cars from peanuts.
0: Shout out cars. Scars. De- Detroit-born, 1933.
1: I'll, make, I'll send an email to them tomorrow. <laughs> hey, now, to sponsor?
0: <laughs> also talking about Western Canada, we have to talk about the Calgary Flames. Oh,
1: but say the Stampeders? They're not doing that good this year, are they? No. No, the Eskimos are doing bad. It's Stampeders that are good, again. Again. They'll blow it in the playoffs, just like they do every year. Right. So, the Flames signed
0: uh, three guys three well three of the la- in the last
1: week a couple were just basic depth moves but yeah, zach ronaldo and tobias Reiter. reader Re- i know you're thinking of brad my old buddy brad but no it's reader tobias reader
0: fine tobias reader uh both getting 700 Tobias is a reader uh, A.A.V. Matthew Kachuk is getting three-year deal A.A.V. of
1: $7 million. Ty, what's the breakdown on that one? The bridge is wonderful. I don't, I don't think there's even a river through Calgary or any body of water within miles of it. No, there's yeah. rivers through Calgary. However, he is the highest. At $7 million, this is how dumb Calgary is. He is the highest-paid player on the roster, getting $7 million. And you know what? <laughs> They're a contender. <laughs> They're still a contender. I mean, we'll get we'll, we'll get to them a little bit later. One- on, but
0: the last time I was on the show and I talked about having teams. You that-
1: bash Calgary so badly. I don't want to hear. It. Here's the kicker, Alex. Like Braden Point, nine million in that last year. It is a it's, backloaded he, contract. He gets four. It's a pickup truck. Four million signing bonus this year. One million base. Three and a half signing next year. Three and a half million base. Nine million no signing bonus in year three. Boy's got a cash trailer. And that's great because he'll get paid $9 million right before the lockout. <laughs> right. Hey, we have a new D-Day. update, no, Alex, we have a new D-Day date. D-Day date? September 15th, 2022.
0: Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yes,
1: we did. But I, you know what? Bridge, it's fine because now it fits in your cap. And guess what? This is the window. We'll get to Calgary later on. We'll get to it. Uh, I don't say it's the window. We'll get to them later on, Alex. Yeah. But, of course, the big one, Alex. Mika Rantanen. Yes, sir. Six years at 9.25. Leafs fans are mad. But did you really expect anything less? Listen, Rantanen was going to hold out a little bit because, yes, everyone was waiting for Marner. That was the game plan. It was not a secret. Everyone was doing it. And, yes, is Rantanen about the same as Marner, if not better? You You could argue. You could easily argue that. Here's the thing. Rantanen, unlike Marner, sees what's going on in Colorado. They see how good McKinnon is, and that he's some sick, making six and a half for another few years. They have Gabriel Landeskog. They have a young, good young D core. Gultan's question mark, but they, he sees where, what's going on here. This team can win. So why put the team in jeopardy by going to, for too much money? Because Rantanen, hey, that, that Rantanen extra, took a discount. That extra Let's, million goes far. I'm just saying. Rantanen took a discount and guess what player it's he wants to be on that team he wants to be in Denver and guess what all things considered it's going to help it's going to be better for the team yes and guess what by the time McKinnon's contract's up McKinnon will be able to make 10 11 million he may be Elliott Freeman said he may be able to be make 13 million and they'll still be able to work with Rantanen's contract because that's how the game is going to be this Colorado team if they can figure out their goaltending will be great this is legitimate branson and took a hometown discount for a team that wasn't even his hometown i'm just saying when you if you are a leafs fan right now you that feels like a real kick in you nowhere, alex the balls right there right in your scrotum that's where he kicked you screw exactly right in the gooch maybe right in the gooch or at least getting the toe in the gooch maybe Not- the laces in the balls Riley's probably, Riley's probably thinking, guys, let's do what I'm doing. Let's take a discount here. Riley could have easily made six and a half. Let's, let's not make no bones about six it. Six and a half. I'd give him seven. I'm, well, now he could probably make it seven. But I'm saying he could have taken six and a half somewhere else. He could have. It's a big discount. We'll get to Colorado later on, Alex. But Rantanen is this contract. If he can continue to play the way he's playing, especially with <laughs> Landis with McKinnon, boy, oh, boy, that 9.25 is going to look like a steal when he's putting up 110 points. Right.
0: Um, that being said,
1: it's
0: time to get down to the preview. Tomorrow's Puck drop
1: we're going to talk about every single team. We are right now 22, a little over 22 and a half hours from opening Puck drop. I'm excited.
0: I'm happy. I, I'm. Katie's been talking about it. I don't know what I don't know what to expect this year. No, I I, I told Kate or she was like, oh, "When does hockey start?" And I said this Thursday she said, "What? Wednesday?" Least play tomorrow.
1: When? Oh, that's right. I was, the, I was thinking about it. And, yeah, NBC's like, hey, not NHL, NBC. Hey, guys, let's put the last two Stanley Cup champions together. Dude, it's perfect. I know. It's great. I
0: I mean, I would do that. I, just hope,
1: I just hope Nicholas Cage is okay. After the playoffs where he kind of got booted every single time, I hope it's all good. <laughs> I hope so because uh, I'm serious. If if Nick Cage goes down, I'm going to have to buy NHL.TV. Yeah. I'm going to have to. There's It's not an if and or but. It's a must-do. It's a fair point.
0: So let's get fair, first
1: fair into the Atlantic Division. We should let everyone know the order we're going in is not alphabetical. It is based on the standings at the end of the regular season last year per division. Just letting everyone know. So right. So
0: starting off with the Atlantic Division. The worst team in the National Hockey League. The Ottawa Senators. Hey. Had a season total of 29 wins, 47 losses, and six overtime Wins, No, shootout
1: losses. Overtime shootout losses. Is that what the last one is? Yeah. Shootout losses. At least not like the ACHA where they count. You like, know, what I'm saying like,
0: 29 wins, 47 losses, this and is, six games that don't
1: care. I'm or, just I'm just saying it's a, Six games that don't matter to Tyler because it ends with a shootout. Well, they're not. No, they're overtime and shootout losses. I'm just glad they don't do it like like the collegiate records do where they do three points for wins and two points for overtime wins because then you have like 26 and 15. Like 26 and 4, and then 47, and then 3, and then 2. It just, it'd be dumb. It'd be a really long number. But
0: They had a total of 64 points that season. They were the last in the East, last in the league. However, they did add some players this offseason. Connor Brown, Nikita Zaitsev, and Ron Hainsey from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Tyler
1: Ennis signed. Well, Ron Hainsey and Tyler Ennis signed with the Senators. Correct. They they, they were not
0: trades, but they were pickups. That was
1: Zaitsev and Brown.
0: Yes, and they also got uh, Artem Anisimov as well,
1: so... Kind of I, trying to bolster up the roster, at, I mean, as, as much as you can? I don't know what to expect from this team, you know. You, you got Brady Kachuk, you know, Connor Brown's going to play first line, and he's going to show what he had playing for the Erie Otters. The guy's got a scoring touch. He put 21 goals up, his, or 20 goals his first season in the league, Connor Brown did. Right. And they got Drake Batherson coming up, Eric Brandstrom, who is a sick, sick defenseman. He is legit. And uh, Scott Sabourin uh, just been announced that he... I believe he will be making his NHL debut on Wednesday. He is a guy that was not really expected coming into camp to make the Sens roster, but you know what? The, the mindset right now is, you know, with DJ Smith's team that they want a younger team. They don't, they know they're not going to win. It's developing now. It's like the blue Jays right now. Get right. The good, get the youngsters in there, get them playing. Shoot. Brady could chuck his boba shit. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's, that's about right. I mean, he's got, well, Brady chuck has got curly hair. Bo has got flowing hair. But, no, I mean, well, shoot. Jays had, what, four or five rookies that hit 20 home runs? Right, I mean. And they still finished bottom of the division. Hey, they kept Tampa out of the playoffs. As of right now,
0: the Senators, it's basically just putting these guys in front of. NHLers. NHLers, yeah.
1: And here's the thing. Their goaltending is interesting because I don't know. If, if Craig Anderson's been keeping up with, I mean, I don't know if he's going to do good this year. But Honors Nielsen last year, I remember a couple games, especially against the Leafs, where he just stole games.
0: He doesn't look bad.
1: He didn't look awful. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it again this year, but they're... Maybe that's a tandem. And I mean a true tandem. I don't know what to expect from them. They will be an interesting team to watch. We'll obviously see on Wednesday
0: night. That is for sure. Next team that we got in the Atlantic is the Detroit Red Wings. Um, They had 32 wins 40 losses and 10 overtime losses with a grand total of 74 points. They ended the season 7th in the Atlantic
1: and 14th in the Eastern Conference. I am looking this up now because I've heard something that Andres Anaciu may have been hurt. Anastasia. Anastasia. Uh, let me just get a quick word here. Let's see. Andres Anaciu did not practice Tuesday because he was dealing with a tweak per coach Jeff Blashill. Looks like he'll be back on the ice time for practice on Thursday and Friday prior to. Because they don't play until Saturday. So this is probably good for the Wings that they get that up. But they, it sounds like Anthony will be ready for game one. It says an undisclosed injury. They said a tweak and a muscle. They didn't say upper or lower. Man, they didn't even tell you upper or lower. This is how secretive it is, man. They didn't even give you a range of where it could be. Right. For all we know, I mean, it could be his and, shoulder. It could be his ankle. And, and here's the thing. You want Andreas to
0: be there in the opening lineup just because, but, it's your opening night. But you don't need to. You don't need to. It's an eighty-two game season, right? So. And I, th- I think it's more or less the thing of they probably asked Andy. Andy, you okay? Can you play? I mean, he'll. I think he'll be he'll be fine. I mean, it'll be a reserved role. I mean, he'll probably start the game on the first line and then maybe just stick to the power play, something like that. See how it goes,
1: yeah. I mean, of course, you got Dylan Larkin still leading the team. I mean, you have Tyler Bertuzzi, he's one of the younger guys. Defense, obviously, with Cromwell retiring, will be interesting. You'll know, you have a lot of young... There'll be a lot of players that people don't recognize on this hockey club. People that have not paid attention to the Griffins. You'll see a lot of young guys. Adam Ernie, of course, coming over from Tampa. Yeah, He'll be getting more minutes than he probably ever has or ever will.
0: Right. Just a quick breakdown of the current roster defensemen that they have. Mike Green, Danny DeKaiser, Jonathan Erickson, Trevor Daly. He's been uh, playing there. Um, Patrick Nemeth, uh, Madison Bowie, Dennis Cholowski and Philip Ronick. Those okay. Are, those
1: are names that weren't even on Grand Rapids. Are these guys, well? Have Philip
0: Ronick them? was on, on Grand Rapids. Oh, and so oh, it's Cholowski.
1: Ronick. I said Ronick. Hronick, yeah. Okay. I know you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I said Ronick. I
1: thought you said. Oh, okay. Yeah. The I, the H is kind of not silent. Kind, well, I just I was making it's, sure i like felt like wait like Jim Ronick? no Philip Ronick uh, I thought it's Ronick. I I've heard, I've heard both. What? I mean he never scored when we were it's there. It's an E. Ronick. Here, I got Eric Zane's number. I can text him right now. I actually do have Eric Zane's number. I can text him. Hey, how did you say Phillips' name? And he was like, who the hell are you? <laughs> like, hey Eric, it's um, Tyler. We talked a while back. Probably but um this and then goaltending obviously can be the biggest issue because I think this is Jimmy Howard's last year, correct? This is his last year. Then, Four million dollars UFA then, next year. And then same thing with Bernier or Bernier's got one more.
0: Bernier is this year and next year at three, and then he becomes
1: Mother a UFA. I they signed him last year. It's interesting because, really, Detroit does not have anyone in the system. They really don't. Uh, Well, yes and no. Well, um, oh, my if god, you're, If you're asking me, they do have
0: players what? in the system. Well, they have Calvin Pickard. Calvin Pickard is down there. He's 750K, UFA in 2021-22, 20, so he's an option. Or you have Philip Larson.
1: And, yes, that's the reason why Picker was brought in. And, CVI has made a good point when they did sign him saying, hey, you know what, it'll be Bernier and Howard up with the wings, but we can give Picker down and maybe he can help guide Larson. And Larson, they have a lot of high hopes for him. He's really good in juniors. He looked really good in the, in a lot of the international tournaments. It's just going to be development with him. I'm just and, excited. And, to- and it's, it's happened so many times where it's failed, though, Alex. Thomas McCollum was a big prospect coming out of juniors, and really that hit and that hit the fan. and he lost Peter Morezzi, because well, let's be honest. Well,
0: he got bad. let let's be fair though.
1: Let's be fair. He got lazy. Yes. There.
0: Thomas McCollum, a big part to his downfall is he his just work, his work ethic. He he just got outworked, and it got very frustrating for him when he s- sees you know one guy come in, then he gets called up.
1: He's he another a, sees I, another guy come in, gets called up. He was dude. He let's put it this way. He played. I'm trying to think of another goaltender from the Griffins that was there. That even he played longer than Joey McDonald did. He's he was with the Griffins for a long time, and just how right and and, and, and just think about that. And he was there when the Wings and the Griffins were bad too. Just just, just think about him that though. and Jordan Pierce and he Adam Burkle. and Pierce. Pierce got
0: called up more than McCollum did. I remember. Think <laughs> about that. Uh, Pierce uh, literally just sitting. McCollum would have loved to just sit on that bench,
1: like uh, like Cascus
0: Yes, I'm <laughs> not kidding you. I'm sure if he got called up more often or sooner, he would have worked out. Well, don't forget, So
1: when I, he was at his peak, it was Howard and Conklin for one year, and then it was Howard and Osgood before that. I'm trying to think of who the pairing was after. Yeah, remember
0: that. Uh, Chris Osgood played for the Griffins for a, a short period of time. Oh, it was
1: an injury reaction, but anyways. But Still, though. But goaltending-wise, it's just up right now with the Wings. Can Jimmy Howard stay healthy and can Bernier know. play? I do. Can he still play at least? <laughs> He's a good backup. He's not a good starter. We learned
0: that the hard way. For Calvin coworkers. Pickard is an option, and you know what? I'm excited to watch him.
1: I don't know if he has to. I don't know if if he has to clear waivers though. If he wants to get called back up, I'm not sure. Um, or no, is he two way? Uh, let me check
0: real quick just to make sure. Um, I don't mean to be a turdox,
1: but we probably should actually keep going
0: on this. Yeah, you, you keep going, and I'll, I'll I'll look at this
1: real quick. You well, keep going. So, next on the list, the Buffalo Sabres. The team that won 10 consecutive games and missed the playoffs by 100. Actually, they only missed the playoffs, but I believe they actually missed it by 22 points. Ralph Kruger, Phil Halsey was out, of course, no question about it. You don't take a team like that and start off so well, then, you know, crap the bed. Ralph Kruger's gonna come in. Hasn't coached in the league for six years. He coached the lockout short and Oilers season, which did not go well. Took Team Europe to the World Cup of Hockey final by some gosh darn miracle, it seemed like, but he He's been with I think he was with Sunderland FC. He's like one of the partnering one of the managing partners out there for Sunderland. Or Southampton. Southampton. Southampton, yes. I believe.
0: Out so in the Premier Kobe League, and everyone's
1: like, oh, my gosh, you know, he's working with soccer, working with football. You know, what do he know about hockey? I mean, he's been out of the game for so long. And listen, Pat Burns was a cop, okay? Everyone likes to think, Pat Burns, what a great hockey mind he was, what a great coach he was. He was a cop that someone gave him a whistle to coach with, not for, to, you know, to operate, you know. Someone was probably, I mean, sure, Harold Ballard. Was Ballard still the guy at the time when he hired him? I don't remember, but, or no, Cliff Fletcher or Chuck Fletcher. No, Cliff Fletcher. Cliff Fletcher. he literally he saw a guy blowing the whistle doing cross and traffic. Hey, you could be an NHL coach. You have the mullet and the mustache to do it. Even though he actually coached in Montreal before yeah. that, but anyways, but back to Buffalo. I it's got something's got to improve with this team. You have Jack Eichel, Jeff Skinner's making nine million dollars. You have Rasmus Dahlin, who is who is a Calder candidate mainly because he was probably the best
0: rookie defenseman in the league. Not really that much competition there,
1: but. I mean, will Carter Hutton be able to be a starter? I don't know. I mean, and Rasmus Trishlein, I put him on the list of players to watch because it seems like this is the this is it. This is make or break for him. Will he step up and be like a number one defenseman? That's the biggest question. I don't know. He has skill. He has talent. He just seems like he's wasted it over there. And I'm interested to see what this team does. I don't. I just, for some reason... Every I'm like you know what Buffalo should be better this year. Buffalo should be better this year. I've been saying that Alex since Eichel was drafted, and they haven't gotten better any years. Yeah, they they're still always in a lottery pick conversation, and for a team that continues to improve, they just have not been able to do it. They get Jimmy VC this year, which will make a little things a little interesting. Of course, you have Colin Miller for a few years at 3.875. Linus Allmark at times looked like a decent backup goaltender to Hutton, but I don't I just don't I don't believe in Buffalo. I'm sorry, I can't. Right. Um and
0: and it doesn't help too, like if they don't play well this year, they have a lot of UFAs on their roster that might not want to sign. They have a lot of RFAs on their roster, including Casey Middlestadt, who is technically a 10.2 C. He's yeah. not a class two RFA, so he can't get art offer sheeted. So well, he's, he's not. Be...
1: He's n- Casey Middlestad was such a good player. Growing, I mean, coming through juniors and such, but he just he's just not been able to transition. Right. I think I think it's a mixture of him going up. I think if he played in Rochester a little longer, but it's a mixture of coming up in the NHL too early and just not being ready physically to play in the NHL.
0: Right. It's going to be rough for them, but we alas we move on. The, we'll make
1: their predictions about them later. We'll let you know.
0: We will. Uh, the Florida Panthers are up next on the chopping block. 36 wins, 32 losses. Second best power play
1: in the league. Yeah. I cannot stress this Only enough. Only with 36 wins. 86 points total. 32 they f- games were lost by the goaltenders. <laughs> the,
0: they finished the season fifth in the Atlantic, but this year two big changes on the bench and in the net.
1: Yes, Joel Quinville behind the bench. It's a huge move because there was a lot of talk that, you know, was it, who was going to get him? Was Philly going to get him? Because that's be more of his style. See, you banked on that. I really thought so because, I mean, I love Elaine Vigneault, but I'm like, Elaine Vigneault coaching, like, he coached the Canucks and he coached the Rangers. Like, those teams, you know, skillful teams, you know, high flying teams. But not really the Philly. Philly, yeah. Punch him in the face. That's Joel right. Quinville. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Joel Quenneville. yes, he had a great skilled players in Chicago, but really he just had to tell, all right, all right Kane, you're going to stand here. Tade, you stand here. And, and De- Keith, you're just going to pass him the puck. And But now he's – I think with this team, it'll be interesting because obviously, like I said, the second best power play in the league, but they're losing the guy that was running that, Paul McFarland. He's joining the Leafs crew this year, and their power play is looking pretty good in the preseason. We'll I mean, see obviously, I'd say, yeah, it's always easy to say in the preseason because I remember one year Bozak, Van Riemsdijk, and – Marner was playing Globetrotters with everyone else. Right. But still, you have that presence behind the bench. He'll be able to keep the boys in shape. Now, my biggest question is, will he be able to rejuvenate Aaron Eckblad? That's always been the question for the last two years with him. He's such a hes a good young defenseman, but his talents have hes plateaued. And it's unfortunate because he came into the league with such high hopes in going to a team that was really going to bank on him using the future. And now he's probably the third or fourth best defenseman on the team. Well, you think about That's that behind Mike Matheson too. Probably,
0: you, you think about that. But I also think about Joel Quinville has a lot of solid
1: defensemen that have played for him, and he knows how to nurture. talent. Oh my talent. gosh! Just go down the list. You got I me. Mean, go back to his St. Louis days. He had Al McGinnis. He had Chris Pronger. You know, he, and then he, even just in if in you Chicago, took Chicago by itself, he took he made Brent Seabrook a. a high-caliber first-pairing defenseman. No, so, he he made Brent Seabrook an all-star. He got Nicholas Jalmerson a long-term deal and then go to, threw him to Arizona. But I think that Aaron Ekblad will have no problem
0: playing for Joe Quinville. Joe Quinville has always taken, from, from my personal perspective, he's always been the kind of coach that he plays from the back to the front. Really want has the emphasis of wanting a good goaltender. He's got that now in Bobrovsky. Re- wants a really solid defense. I think he could possibly have that with Florida. And then you know what? He's got a lot of he's got a lot of potential up front that this team could be one of the teams that t-
1: you watch for. They could make it to the first are round. Are they my dark horse again this year? Like they are every single year. I swear to goodness. Every year. Florida. I'm just like, it's gonna be this year. You it's want them be this to. year. I want them to because I mean, I, A, I loved Luongo, but now it's Bobrovsky. But still, like, this team has talent. I hate to see Alexander Barkov get wasted because he has to play in front of 500 people on a home game on a Tuesday night. Right. It's annoying. And then you have Trochek, and you have Hubie Doobie Doobro. Hubie Doobie Doobie. No, no, no. He does, no. Uh, I forget the guy's name that does Florida games. He goes, Hubie. It's the uh, the Doobie Penguin from the old Bud Ice commercials. Doobie Doobie doo the one, that, the one that always sold the Stanley Cup commercials. Oh, guess, yes. oh. He does Hubie Doo. But, and then, of course, they have, and, and listen, you're talking about adding defensemen and adding maybe rejuvenation. Anton Strauman coming over from Tampa.
0: That's a big one.
1: That's an opportunity for him to kind of get a little bit of a kickback here. And, of course, he's in the same division, which is hilarious, and in the same state. It's great. But I just... Florida, I'm always more, I'm like more lax days clock missing than Buffalo because Buffalo has been so bad. At least Florida has looked good for a couple years. Right. They won the gosh darn division
0: in 2016. They did. <laughs> for, they for, definitely for, did do that. And 2012,
1: or the Southeast division in 2012, but they won the division twice in the last decade.
0: it's, so, r- it's, it's definitely going to be one of those teams to see, by the way, I think they should take it from Grand Rapids. The
1: Bob. The Bob. He's The Bob. Bobrovsky. It's oh it's the Bob Father. All right. Public address announced for Florida. If you're listening to this here, the Bob Father. You have to introduce him as ending goal number whatever, 72. 72, Sergey Bobrovsky. The Bob Father.
0: The Bob Father. Moving on, we have the Montreal Canadiens. They ended the season fourth in the division. Uh, they missed the playoffs just by two points. However, Dang it, they- Pittsburgh. They got a lot still going for them. A lot of solid talent. You got Tomas Tata. Tata. Jesperi yes, Kakniemi. Oh my uh, gosh, he's so Max good. Domi,
1: Shea Weber. The, it's the, the thing with this hockey club is it's the offense is there. You have talent. Yeah, like I said, you have Domi, Kakniemi, gonna on the rise. Tatar, ta-ta. Tatar had a had a great resurgence coming over from. By Vegas. the way, you're welcome from that for that. What? Tatar. what tater? Oh, tater. Well, no. If if he had said tater, it been hilarious. The, the, I don't know the guy's name, but the the one fan that kept getting on the broadcast. Tata, tata. But it's the in Grand Rapids we call them tater salads. Tater set, sa- tater, tater. I'm sure Tom Tomas was a, Tater set. Sa- I want to know how. I want to s- know how many players have ever gotten a Gordie Howe hat trick in a game seven. <laughs> Are you, Mister? Tomas, tater, tater salad, tater. trips
0: over the blue line, tatar.
1: Yes. You got, yeah, the got me. You got the tater. I Listen, this Montreal team should be better. Carey Price should be back from his bruised hand here soon. But once again, his injuries is coming back and biting him. I think they'll have an NHL caliber goaltender like Keith Kincaid behind him really helps. It'll be able to take a little bit of a load off because I know Kincaid didn't have a good year last year, but he showed a couple, he showed a couple years ago that he can be a top, I don't want to say a top goaltender, but a capable goaltender. We'll that go is true. So you will take the load off of Price. It's the defense of the issue. They brought Ben Sherrod in from Winnipeg. I think he'll be, I mean, he'll play top four minutes for sure. But it's just the depth on defense is going to be the problem. And depth on forward as well. I mean, you don't know where exactly who's going to be where on the fourth line. It's kind of up in the air. I was hoping Nick Suzuki would get on a shot, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. Ryan Paley just had a concussion in preseason. He's getting sent down to Laval to start the year. Right.
0: Montreal's definitely a team where their depth really could help them. Because there's not an extreme differential between their – first and third line the fourth line obviously it'll be you know filler players but i think they personally do have a lot that they could work with and you know what being in the atlantic division it gives them a lot of variety to play against you're gonna so, play some
1: good teams you play some bad teams
0: right and yasper yasperi kakniemi that's a mouthful he's a young guy he can definitely play well that being said, one of the teams that I am excited for Mr. Kukniemi to play against is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Really, Alex? You we weren't excited
1: about the Leafs at all, even though we cheer for the Leafs.
0: No. 46 wins, 28 losses, 8 overtime slash shootout losses,
1: 100
0: points total. Failure. Last year, lost to Boston, had a tumultuous offseason. Failure. They kept everyone they wanted, though. They got the contract signed. Well,
1: except, oh, except for Brown.
0: Yeah, you you and you know what that you know what you were losing that
1: one. It's a darn shame. You know we had you know what we lost Garrett Sparks. I mean he was such a big part of this team. You know oh so whatever. Oh my kid, I was the, I was one of the big go suck on a tailpipe. Come was, on, get here. Oh, hey okay, Mike Anderson, get out But I I I feel like we're talking with Lisa enough, but it's hard because I you don't know you don't know what this team is it. Are they going to be superstars? Are they going to put up, t- you know, 10 goals a game? What's going to happen? Or are they just going to go cold at one point like they did last year? My biggest, so obviously, you know, you're talking about your Matthews, your Marners, your Tavares, Nylander, your top your top guns. But it's going to be the new kids that are going to be interesting. That's true. Elia Mikheyev has really impressed me in preseason. And, yes, it's hard, and i always talked about preseason being different, but for a kid that just really just came over here, not, I mean, Zaitsev have never impressed during in preseason. He never impressed me at all coming over, but he comes over here to Leafs in preseason and looks pretty comfortable on North American ice, which is, which is a rarity to me, for me to say from players that Leafs have brought over. A lot of teams have brought over players over in, from Europe and thinking that they're going to do good because they did well in the KHL or the Swedish league or the Swiss league. And I'm interested to see what happens when McKayev starts playing against everyday NHLers, but there's a reason to have optimism about this kind of guy. He he can move the puck well. He's a good skater. He's good at protecting the puck, which Babcock I'm sure is just drooling over, right? And he'll like I said, he'll play on the third line. But the Leafs' third line is not your typical third line. No, it's not bad. It's going to have what was it, McKeough, Moore, and oh, I just saw it. Oh my gosh! But I mean, they're 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 stacked. Johnson? No, Jansen's going to be on the top line, remember? until Heiman Oh, that's comes. right. Until, well, we'll see how, we, well, until Hyman comes back, because I was about to say, I'm like, well, oh, what if Jansen's doing Heiman, well? But, well, the problem was, was like, I was going to say, I'm like, well, what if Jansen's doing well? I'm like, well, Kappen was tearing up the league, and then they had to put New Leonard. In. Uh, Kerfoot, Kerfoot, right. That's who How it can I forget Alex Kerfoot? We just signed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he, I think that I have a lot of high hopes for him, too, because right. he looks like a very capable 2 for, forward and uh, center, excuse me. And uh, But. Yes, Cody Seasons is on the top pair, I right know.
0: We don't need to get into that. Freddie, can he play a full season?
1: Listen, I don't care how bad Hutchinson's going to be. Anderson can win you 35 games. If Hutchie can go 500 and give, and just to give for Anderson a rest. You're playing, you're making playoffs. You play him. You win 45 games. That's 90 points minimum. I mean, you, you probably want to win closer to 50. I get it, but it's. The way this league is nowadays, 45 and up gets you to the playoffs. Don't kill your goaltender. It's happened for the last three years, Mike. Every year, you ride out Freddie. Yes, you get to the playoffs. You do well in the regular season. That's great. Guess what? Tampa Bay just did well in the playoffs. We'll get to them in a second. But guess what? They're gone in four games. They did well in the regular season, tied down the playoffs. What did I say?
0: You said they did well in the playoffs.
1: No, they did. Sorry. They did well in the regular season, but not in the playoffs. Excuse me. Pardon me been a long day for me too, okay? It's just it's annoying to see the fact that he's so gosh darn stubborn. Right. But we'll see how it goes. I hope he I hope he gets rest, but we'll see. Boston Bruins is the next team up. Made it all the way to the
0: final, game 7. They uh, have Charlie McAvoy and Brandon Carlo on the defense, top line only making gosh. under 20 million dollars. It's this,
1: ridiculous.
0: This team is a contender. There's That's, there's nothing left to say about them. They Well,
1: shoot, EA Sports did their simulation. Guess who won the cup? Boston Bruins. Boston, Boston they, won. They beat Vegas. We'll get to them later. But I just we I mean, I don't want to say where's the holes, but it's like play compl- a couple listen, this team could finish second or third and it doesn't matter who they play in the first round. Yeah. They the, could be a wild card team. They could somehow drop to a wild card spot and I'd still pick them as a favorite in the playoffs.
0: The worst part about this organization right now is the fact that they added, that they added 400 seats to their, or it was 400 to 4,000 seats to TD Garden, and that created less leg room for certain
1: seats. Probably 400. I 4,000, Alex, is quite a bit. It is a bit. There's a jump from 20 to 24,000. It's kind of difficult. But, but you get my point. Senators that, are taking seats out, and they're just handing them over to Boston. Like, here you guys go. You guys need them more than we I'm do. just saying, this it,
0: team is too good. They is, are consistently... They a, will live... but They're however, not a playoff contender. They're a Stanley Cup contender.
1: But they're going to live and die by Rask when it gets to that point. That is true. And it's still going to be the question to ask. Can Rask win the big one? Can he? Once again, he didn't. I don't, I don't blame him, though, for that. I don't blame him for a Game 7 loss like that. I just think that the Bruins were just so battered. Chara should not have been playing. He had half an arm, half of a jaw. I'm sure his ankles were popping out of their sides. Yeah. But... Ken Rask do it. It's the Tim Thomas Tea Party curse. My mother of... Oh, dear God. <laughs> mother of God. It's Moving a, on. <laughs> that man ruined hockey for a while. He did. He made it very political.
0: Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, they're the last in the Atlantic that we need to talk about.
1: 128 points with 62 wins. Zero wins in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, go on. Bye-bye. I'm, I'm just saying... At least Nashville won a couple games. I'm not sure that they're going to get a Central Division banner again, but I'm just saying. Right. Cat um, Braden Point, he's not going to be in the lineup for game one, though. Sounds like still out the first month because it was undisclosed, the fact that he had hip surgery. Yeah, it was just <laughs> that you know, oh, just, yeah, just yeah, hip yeah. surgery, no big deal. Um, key players to watch out for, as always, Kucherov, Hedman, Stamkos, Vasilevsky. Sergeyev's in the last year of his ELC. That is true. Still no word on any extension there. Obviously he's, gonna, he's gonna probably gonna let it play out just to see how he's gonna do. Yeah. Vasilevsky's contract does not kick in until next season, the nine million dollars. I'm just I'm looking at this team and I'm just like, Dude. Where are the holes? What, Luke Witowski on the third <laughs> pair? Is that your hole?
0: That's not it though.
1: Curtis is your backup? That's not a hole. Well, I knock on wood because I Hey
0: Curtis is a great goalie. But no, I
1: love McElhinney. It's just like every year it's like, all right, is he going to do it again? Okay, he did it again. Is he going to do it again? How many years can he keep doing it? it is my question. It's a great question. Who knows? Maybe he'll be the, uh, the driving force in getting them it's, into it's the it's playoffs. It's hard to further. not pick Tampa to not be the division champion, though, again. It's hard not to.
0: Here's just the like, thing. If I'm a Tampa fan, I don't give a crap about the regular season. I they, want I, playoffs. What did I say? Alex? I want it. What did I say? The Tampa 90, and Toronto, the, two the, two the, of
1: the best teams other than Boston in the Atlantic. And you know what? Can't break it past the first round. The 96 wings. I keep saying it. 62 wins. The next year they win the cup because they learned they had to win in the playoffs. This Tampa Bay Lightning team just got their lunch fed to them. They learned. They will learn. Next, we're moving on to the metro, trying to keep things moving along as fast as possible. Well, not too fast, but not too fast. But, but fast enough to, you know, make sure we get sleep tonight. Right. New Jersey Devils were last in the Metro. They And they're gonna win the division. Sure. <laughs> I don't even they dude, dra- hey. This is the dumbest division in the league. Honestly. It's the dumbest division. It's fair. It's gonna be Washington and then question mark all the way down.
0: Well, they drafted Jack Hughes, they traded for PK Subban. they signed Wayne
1: Simmons. And they still don't have a goaltender. <laughs> Th- this, this, this team is just so dumb. It's literally the dumbest team I'm looking at right now. Because, like, look up front. You have Taylor Hall, and you have this young talent, and you're going to have Jack Hughes with him. And then defensively, you're going to have P.K. Subban. And I believe, and look at the other. P.K.
0: Subban, Andy Green.
1: Andy Green's another one.
0: I mean, uh, just... Sammy Vitannan's a solid player. Connor Carrick's on them. Yeah,
1: well, he Hey, Connor Carrick's a good goalie. He knows What? Jesus. What? What? <laughs> Sorry, I said. Oh yeah, the Tampa Bay doing bad in the playoffs. Nick Robertson's a forward, Alex. Connor Carrick is a defenseman. We're and, never, no, no, we're not and gonna... Mackenzie Blackwood plays wing. Oh gosh, I forgot. Well maybe Mackenzie Blackwood will do well. I don't know, but I... he's on the last year of his ELC. Pavel Zacha, Zacha, whatever you say is he's he's been right. I'm, Pavel Zatcha? No, Nik- no. Pavel Zaka. Pavel Zach. However, the big question will be Nikita Gusev. How will he do in his first season? I haven't heard much out of him during preseason. I'm curious because there's a lot of talk about this kid. How will he do? And Nico Heeshire, he's got to have a big year. First round. It was a former first overall pick or second overall pick, excuse me. And his last year of his ELC hasn't done much thus far. It's a big opportunity for him. Right. But they
0: definitely do have some local competition in the New York Rangers. Um, They finished 7th in the division. They'll finish
1: 2nd in the division next year. Yeah, they finished (laughs) 7th in
0: the division last year. Probably 2nd this year. Who knows? Uh, They drafted Capacacco, who looked phenomenal in preseason.
1: Literally going... Why was was he even in Traverse City, dude? It wasn't even fair. All those kids are just nice little junior kids having fun. Here's Capacacco going like Billy Madison on them. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) (laughs) wrapping around the zone. Oh, gosh. Hi, how are you? Are you having a good day? I'm going to score on you. I scored on you. It's just, he's just so, and here's the thing about the Rangers. like, it's, it's going to come down. And listen, I don't have any, I'm interested to see how Kako Kako does in an 82 game season. There's no question he's talented. But my biggest thing, listen, they got, of course they have Jacob Truba. That was a big move. Panarin. Artemi Panarin, the bread man. Hey, there's some pretty good bakeries down in Manhattan from what I've heard. He'll probably be working him hard. Cause I mean, he's going to be up front scoring the big points. I think he'll be the goal scorer. Oh my gosh. Him and Kako. If that were if that if that can click, oh, it'll click. But the biggest question will be Henrik Lundqvist. That is, he th- is old. Let's not let's not lie about this, guys. He is up there in the age department.
0: You're not wrong there.
1: Who's their backup this year? Is it still Georgiev?
0: I think, yeah, think Georgiev.
1: so. Yeah, and Georgiev only plays good against the Leafs. So I mean, it's. Play, play play Longquist Great. 80 games, of the, play him 80, or no, 79 games out of the year, and then three games the Rangers play the Leafs. But Georgiev, and he'll put up 60 saves every night. Sure. Uh, is still the second highest paid defensive by the way. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. That'll be their downfall right there. Adam Fox, though. I'm interested to see how Adam Fox does.
0: That is true. That's going to be definitely something to pay attention oh, to. Oh, home, home in the Crimson. Mm.
1: But moving on, we have the Philadelphia Flyers. Elaine Vigneault coached gritty-led Philadelphia Flyers. I don't know how this is going to work. Uh, Carter Hart's going to be the number one goaltender there. Brian Elliott will be backing him up, and it sounds like Elliott's healthy, which is a rarity. It's been love the last couple of years, but they are able to keep Konechny and Provorov. Uh, Provorov on the back end is a huge piece because he's really the future of on the def- of the defense. And losing Radko Gudas, of course,
0: losing or, Wayne Simmons too.
1: Well, Wayne Simmons. I'm sorry great trade but I'm saying I'm on the back end he's going to be one of the has to be he's going to have to be one of the leaders Probably, will be connect me I don't know if his point totals are going to go up but you know he's going to have to play some big minutes up front it's just like if Carter Hart can get hot if you get a hot goaltender you have a chance to make the playoffs you're not wrong there shoot I mean Carey Price in 2011 that Habs team should not have been in the against in that series against Boston yet Carey Price said I'm going to be like Ken Dryden and almost dragged this team and they would have gone I think that team would have gone to the finals right um definitely
0: gonna be another team to look out for obviously the metro is a weird one so who knows maybe it's not the
1: monsters what would what we call it not the monsters of the metro we called
0: them the monsters of the metro last year but what is it what would we call it this year the the maniacs of the metro the misfits of the metro the sure the misfits yeah why not screw it
1: they're playing 20 more lives soon
0: misfits are the misfits i yeah. don't care i hate them they're I'm stupid. Not, I'm just
1: saying. I'm just telling you, man. I don't, I don't care. You just took us. I don't care. We're just having, having a nice take dinner. off. We're just having a nice little car. We're having you know, some trail, cars trail mix here, and I'm you not, are. Just, I'm you're done. done. You're just you're just over here just bashing misfits.
0: Yeah, screw misfits. Anyway, stupid t-shirts. It's Columbus nice Blue Jackets stuff. is the next team that we have on the list. They were the second wild card team. They lost to Boston in round two. How they got there is because of. Matt Duchesne,
1: Ryan Dezingle, Panarin,
0: and Bobrovsky.
1: Yeah, Sergey Bobrovsky. All of which, no longer there. Gone. Torx is sitting there like, all right, uh, crap. (laughs) We have, uh, oh yeah, Atkinson, you can score some gold, right? What? Foligno, are both your legs still intact? Sure. Uh, Let's see, Wrensky, you're... Okay, he's not here. Oh, he is here. Okay, guys. Wrensky's still here. Hey. Uh, crap, where's my sweater vest at? Um, no, this. Gustav Nyquist is there. That was a, That was probably their biggest move this year. Obviously, keeping is probably move number one, but getting Nyquist up front, try to replace some scoring somehow. He had a little bit of a much. He actually had a much better year when he went over to San Jose because he got an opportunity to play with some talent. And, yes, that is a shot at Detroit the way they were when he left. So now putting him there, and yes, he'll, he'll probably be playing with Atkinson up front. I'm interested to see where Columbus will go. Like I said, it's going to be a wide-up Metropolitan Division. You can get hot at any time, and that's what's going to have to you're going to have to get hot and you have to play well. And it's going to be tough because those division games are going to be very, very important as we go along here. So I they're a big question mark in my eyes, because I don't think Joris Corpusalo is ready yet. I still don't think so. He's just, he's not ready yet. I don't think so. He's looking like a decent goaltender at best. Just, he's never shown to me that he can be a number one goaltender.
0: Now, moving on, we have the Carolina Hurricanes.
1: And the crusade
0: goes on. And really,
1: nothing changed.
0: Thank you, by the way, again, for... Uh, Helping us out with Ajo, Montreal. That was greatly appreciated. We My goodness. Definitely took care of that one nice and quickly.
1: I mean what are their changes? They they traded It allowed Dustin. me to stress about the Leafs. They I mean what do they trade? They traded a right and excuse me. Because 'cause they're overloaded on the right side, of Carolina was. They trade Dustin Fall, get Joel Edmondson in return for one year, of course, at less money as well. Here. The Zingle, yes, signed on. And you change your backup goaltender. I hope James does better. I don't know what's going to happen with James. I love, I still, I'm cheering for him. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if he's going to improve or not. Maybe in a different location. Maybe a little bit better. But they're the same team. And I was tell, talking to a couple people here today. And I was, they were asking me, is Carolina going to be good again? You know, is Andrei Sveshnikov going to do well again? Is yes. Is he going to put up points? Yes. It's hard because it with the game having so much parity, it's so much easier to learn how to beat teams. Ottawa in 2017. We always say it, one goal away from the finals. Two years now, everyone knows how to beat them. I'm just saying this hockey club is a question mark. They can easily just go out and win the division, but they could easily take a huge dip. It's either or with this team. They're good. They're talented. They can win some hockey games, but will they be consistent as they were last year?
0: We will have to see. Moving on, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins. Crosby is hurt, however he is set to play in the first game. He so, practiced yes. with the team, yep. said he felt
1: fine. After blocking a shot, but Brian Russ, though, not feeling so good. And Galchenyuk, Galchenyuk, Galchenyuk is also I hurt. I think Galchenyuk's upper body. There have been a lot of injuries this preseason that I've noticed. But Pittsburgh going into this year, I don't know what it is, but they don't feel like a threatening hockey club.
0: You never it, count out Pittsburgh. Though. I know
1: you never count out Pittsburgh, and that's why, like, it went to the last week when Detroit had an opportunity to knock him out and almost did. It literally, for a second, looked like that there was a good opportunity that Pittsburgh was going to miss the playoffs. Right, and I, it's so weird because you know Malkin's going to have to step up, and Gensel's going to have to be a top guy, and he hasn't had to do that quite yet because he's you know Kessel's been there, Kessel's now to Arizona, and. You know, Matt Murray's gonna have to—he's gonna have to really play when he's gonna have to be a consistently good goaltender. He can't allow them to rely on Tristan Yari. Casey DeSmith should put on waivers. I think he's gonna go down to Wilkes-Barre, though. I don't think anyone picked him yeah, up. We'll see. I'm just—I don't know. This Pittsburgh team may actually miss the playoffs. Who knows? You never can count
0: out Pittsburgh, and you count—you cannot count out Crosby. It.
1: He has shocked shocked
0: the world on numerous occasions, and he continuously shows why he's one of the best players in the world consistently. But how long can we say that, Alex? How long can we say that? That's a good question. Definitely a good question. Moving on, we have the other New York team, the New York Islanders. They uh, lost to Carolina in round two last year. Uh, With the exception of Columbus,
1: I think the Islanders are most prone to take a dip.
0: I think so, too.
1: I just, it's, and it's not because of Barza It not comes of Matthew Barzell. It's not because of, you know, the captaincy. It's not because of, I think they lost a little bit on defense. But I'm just taking a quick look at their cap friendly here. It's just, it's, it's coming down to the goaltending. You lose Robin Leonard because you couldn't find a good deal with him. You get Simeon Verlamo. I mean, you have Anders Lee, yes, who's, like we said with Matthew Kuchuk, he's the highest paid player. Yeah. Anders Lee is the highest paid player. But here's the, what I'm looking at, and here's my problem with this. Simeon Varlamov lost the job to Philip Grubauer. He right. Philip Grubauer didn't win the job. Varlamov lost it. Thomas Grice had a pretty good year last year. And he's going into his contract year, so you know he's going to want to play well. But I'm interested in see how this team does. They still have Nick Letty, Johnny Boychuk, so you have that, you know, that veteran defense, but really that's I mean you have you have Ryan Pulak, and then you have Adam Pelich, Scott Mayfield, Noah Dobson will be in the NHL this year. I'm excited to see how he's going to make that jump from junior to the NHL. But I'm just I'm staring at that at Varlamov, and I'm just it's just the biggest question mark right now. Then again, so was Leonard though. So that's where you can have some optimism. Leonard was a huge question mark. Right, you knew there was talent with him, mm-hmm. and he had a great year. Can't, he could have been a Vesna winner, right? And now he's making money with Chicago. For one year, at least. Right. The last team in the
0: metro is the Washington Capitals. Uh, nothing changed.
1: Nothing. Um. Well, Tom Wilson. Yeah, nothing changed. Tom Wilson doing something dumb in the preseason. Nothing changed. Yeah. No. That there's nothing really to talk about. Just because. I mean,
0: Ovechkin apparently lost weight. Hmm.
1: Ovechkin apparently lost weight.
0: Probably from the sleep or the lack thereof.
1: No, he probably slept. He probably slept a lot more this year because they were out so different in the playoffs. It's just with this hockey club, they're my favorite to win the division because well, they, always they are. seem most the most consistent team right now. Right? They're they're the most definitive. They're one that can look at and say this team will be good. Whereas Columbus say, well, they'll take a dip. Devils, they'll be good. They won't be that good. Rangers, they'll be better. I don't know how good they're going to be. Islanders, they'll fall back a little bit. Philadelphia, like, they'll be a little bit better. Ranger, you know, you know, stuff like that. Pittsburgh, well, they'll probably take a dip. Washington, Washington be Washington's good. right there. If they take a dip, who cares? I mean, they may win the division with 99 points this year. They could. I'm just I mean, saying, that's how... They is- had 104 last year, so what's a loss or two to them, really? I mean, they, if they had 100, they could win it by 10 points. That's how dumb this division could be this year. Or it right. could easily be a 120-point division.
0: Who right. knows? Who knows? Moving on, we have the Central Division, the third of four divisions. Uh, the Minnesota Wild, Matt Zurgarello uh, is in for them. They, they finished last in the division. How many points did they miss by again? Only seven points they missed the playoffs, and they were the last in the Central.
1: Central is going to be a tough one. Central is the, oh, my gosh. They're the hardest. So no. where, where the Metro isn't just how dumb it's going to be, the Central is going to be just a grind. It's a painful, difficult. miserable grind. And Minnesota is going to be one of the victims. They I,
0: they are. And you know what? It all comes down to what the other teams have to offer. Minnesota didn't really do anything productive this season other than get a change in general managership.
1: Yeah, and that's, the, that's going to be bigger for the future, obviously. But this year, if Koivu can stay healthy, they'll be a little bit better. If if Preeze is okay, I don't know. Suter the same way. They're getting older, guys. And it's going to be tough to look at this team and think, wow, this is a playoff team. Sure, they were close, but nobody wanted that last spot in the West. And then Colorado went to the second round, but yeah, I Minnesota is just this team that's a big question mark. Dumba, I love him as a defenseman, but can he step up? There's just too many question marks with this team to think they're actually going to make a jump up into the Central.
0: Right. Moving on, we have the Chicago Blackhawks, a team that you know is
1: going to make the playoffs.
0: They're they, they they're ready, they're ready to go back. They're ready. Uh, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one to call. You could say that, yeah, they're ready, but at the same time, they might not oh, be. They could,
1: they could easily fall out of it. Yes, like I said, this is the central division we're talking about here, but Chicago it's, it's is hard. such a... They had the talent, and they looked a lot better than last year. Now they're going to have two goaltenders that can play well. Leonard had a little bit of a hiccup with a little injury here in the preseason, but... He can back up Crawford. Crawford can back up him. It's going to be a – they're going to fight over that starting job. It's it's a true tandem. And it's going to help the Hawks for the better. You know, you do have aging players. Yeah, Duncan Keith's not getting any younger. D1K has long since passed. But I like this team to make a considerable jump into playoff contention again. Now, I'm not going to say they're ready to go back to the cup finals. I'm not going to say that one bit. But this team is ready to go back and play hockey late into April. This team is – they're back at that point where you can look at them and say – not central division title but they'll get in the playoffs and they'll they'll make some noise and it's not like a surprise it shouldn't be a surprise with some of the players they have but they're ready to get back to the point where we're saying hey guys we're legit we're, we're a good team again right they're not the dynasty of the, I can't I hate calling it a dynasty they did win three cups in 6 years but they're getting ready to make that climb back up right moving on we have the Colorado Avalanche they were the second wild
0: card team in the West. They lost to San Jose in round two. Tyson Berry's out. Kale
1: McCarr is to fill that role. That's going to be a big point on this team. He is such a good young, talented defenseman. The funny thing is, like, wow, he's so good. Anyone who watched him in college knows that he how good he was. It was just how was the transition going to be, and he made it so smoothly. He's right. efficient. And he's a right-handed shot too.
0: Right um they were able to keep rancinant and they're getting uh cadry
1: so yep they are gonna have cadry up front he'll be a oh my gosh this that car team they just look like they're gonna get better but the biggest question is once again i've said it before i'll say it again it's goaltending Philip Grubauer, can he do it can he do it for a full schedule will he be able to put 55 games in who's their backup i don't even know what their backup's name is it's don't don't even matter it's it's gonna have to be a Philip Grubauer, and you know maybe I'm surprised. No, they didn't. I'm surprised they were not active with all the goaltending that's been put on waivers the last few, couple days. I'm just I'm yeah, sure gonna look up his name now. The name of the backup goaltender is Pavel Frank Frank, Frank, who? Frank who? He's making 950 grand from the Czech Republic, and he played for the Czech Republic all the time. Played in the K oh, playing the KHL. 1.8 goals against the average, nine four six in 17, 18, and thirty five games. Not too bad. So not great can, either. No one one point eight and a nine four six. That's pretty good numbers. Now, yes, it's the KHL where the numbers are just dumb, but it'll. Are be, they I, accurate though? Are they really accurate? Hey, as a backup goaltender for nine hundred fifty grand? They're accurate with
0: me. Sure, they're not paying them four million dollars. Right, so they're definitely going to be a team to look out for. It, like you said, it's going to be coming down to goaltending there. Dallas Stars are the next team on the list. Speaking of a team relying on goaltending. Lost to St. Louis in round two. Uh,
1: Double overtimer. Patrick Maroon took the hometown team and all
0: that. Ben Sagan and Radulov are still together. Pavelski
1: and Corey Perry to come in. Corey Perry will be out for a little bit. He's recovering. He sounds like he's going to be out five or six games, but adding some... I think Addy, you don't want to get too much older with this hockey club, but it's well needed depth. Pavelski is a huge one, of course. He's been a captain on a team that's made it to the finals. He knows how to win. I think Dallas needs that. And Mira Heiskanen, I want to see how year two goes. He was so darn good last year. He's such a I. You watch his game and you think he's easily a top pairing defenseman. And he's gonna have to play some big minutes again this year, and it's gonna come down. Because since it's such an in, inexperienced off-decor Ben Bishop, and uh, right. and, and you got you can't leave out Kudobin. You can't leave out Hudobin. You he, can't. But he he's did not really the well in his backup role this. You realize that Hudobin's not a starting goaltender, but he can play. He can steal a game for you, which is exactly what you want. He can backup. steal games. Exactly. Yes. And with Bishop and his inconsistency with his health. That's going to be huge. I don't, you don't want to put Bishop. I mean, geez, I know he's, I, listen, I say this like I'm demeaning the guy, even though he just had a best a candidate season. It's ridiculous, but it's going to come down to goaltending once again with the stars and they're going to have to score. You will have, there'll be a few games where Bishop will have a bad night. You don't have a bad night. You have to outscore teams because it's not going to be your defense saving your bacon. So I am interested to see where this team goes. Will they have the same good year? I don't know. We will see next team on
0: the list. As uh, the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup last year, and you know what? I don't know where they're going to finish this year.
1: I it's so weird because does Bennington have a sl- sophomore slump? Does do they have this? Does Ryan O'Reilly have the same year up front? Does Alex Petrangelo have another All Star caliber season left in him?
0: While they lost the soul of St. Louis and Patrick Maroon, and Edmondson ain't there either. But so. you get
1: Justin Falk, so you get and listen, they needed another right handed defenseman. They did. Even though I say that and they have, you know, Pareco and Petrangelo. <laughs> and that and they signed him to a long term deal as well. So, you know, Doug Armstrong's taking a gamble here. But we've seen him before, he's done it multiple times, and you know what? It's you don't know. I picked them last year to finish second in the division. And they would have if it had not been the for regulation overtime wins. They were tied with the Jets in points, but they almost—I almost had it spot on where I had them. They were that good of a team this year, right? Or last year? Excuse me. This yeah. year is, i don't know. Yeah, it. it
0: St. Louis is going to be a tough one for me to. You can't guess that one. You never know with them. It's going. I mean, will Bennington play well? Right. Because Jake Allen can't lead a team anymore. So true. Winnipeg is the second-to-last team in the Central for us. Um, they lost to St. Louis in round one, which, gosh, that was one. Um, they kept uh, <coughs> excuse me, Kyle Connor and Patrick Laine. Um, but their defense. Bufflin is a huge question mark. Uh, Kulikov, Maurice, Morrissey, Pionk, and Hinola are the top four They're as of first right- round
1: pick this year are is the, top to the top four as four. of right now. You lose Ben Chirot, Jacob Truba signs with the Rangers, Bufflin's gone. This team is in trouble. You will not be able to score your way out of the central division. Hellbucks gonna have to have a hell of a year. <laughs> True. Prove that those bucks are worth it. I just, it, this, this team may drop from second to second to last. I'm serious. You're not. I, I'm, it's so hard because the window is like slammed shut almost in one year. This team went from hey, this team could usually get back to the finals or conference finals like they did in 2018 to mother of God, are they going to get a wild card spot? We've we saw it with Dallas. You can't we saw it with Colorado. You can't
0: win on scoring alone.
1: You, you need, can't win on talent alone. You're you're right because <laughs> they don't have enough talent anymore. They
0: I, their, listen, their defense I, listen, is not there.
1: I, I knew you weren't going to be able to keep Truba. That was not a question where line is heads at. You don't know, but you know where Shifley and Wheeler are at. They're going to have to really get that locker room on one page. It's going to have to be a massive group effort. You're not going to be able to have individuals. That's why I think getting, that's why I honestly, I think the signing line is going to be for the worst. I we'll you, have you to don't see want, about them. You don't, unless you can literally sit them down, pin them to and Say, listen, buddy, if you want to make money, you're going to play well here and you're right. going to play our way. Right. The last
0: team in the central is Nashville predators. Um, Matt Duchesne is a big pickup for them. Mikhail Grandlin is expected to produce a bit, but good old Pecorino, good old John Slope, is not getting any. 36 pattern. years old. 36 years old. He's actually older than
1: Jimmy Howard. It's the dumbest thing because Nashville's probably going to win the division still. Who knows? It's like Washington. Like, everyone else will just fight their way, whatever, and Nashville will win the division. So I no. mean, heck, Nashville has the money. Why not get another banner? Screw it! Why not another Central Division banner? Put it up there right next to your Western Conference regular season champions one. Yeah, Central sure. Division regular season. I just—it's so weird because they're still talent. They're still good. They have Arvidsson, Forsberg, now Duchesne up front. They're looking good. Their top four is still efficient. You still have Ekholm. You still have Ryan Ellis. You don't, don't still have Roman anymore though. Yeah, but people, their PK was slowly falling out of favor over there. And maybe going to New Jersey will be helping, you know, I think, get him back on track, rejuvenate him like the similar how when he first got traded to Nashville. And I'm interested to see how this team does. I don't have high expectations for deeper deep run in the playoffs, but this still could be a team that's top in the division, easily in the top two. I mean, I'll make my decision later and see where they fit. But Right. Moving on, we have last but not least the Pacific well, Division. The, how about the least? Only three teams from the Pacific made the playoffs. I mean, well, so did the Atlantic, too, but.
0: Right, but there's definitely a lot, or there's some talent there. Uh, first, we're going to start off with the Los Angeles Kings, last in the conference. dear,
1: and they may end up there again. Yeah. I mean, they could easily. There's not a lot there. They're old. I mean, we have Carl Grundstrom leading the rush. I mean, I, I, this team is just so disorganized
0: it's they're going to be a team that I'm not going to watch because I don't
1: like cringing that much. That it's just they were – you look at this team, and the majority of this team was there in 2014. But that's the problem. The right. majority of that team was in 2014. They're all five years older. And they were not young then either, Alex. Right. Justin Williams is probably retiring here, Alex. We talked about him leave, stepping off of the site. He's done. Right. Andre Kopitar, he'll be done soon. Dustin Brown, same way. Drew Doughty, who the heck knows? I just, and Jonathan Quick's not Jonathan Quick anymore, guys. Right. Moving on, we have the Edmonton
0: Oilers. They finished sixth in the division. Um, they have David, David, excuse me, Dave Tippett. Can't, I'm tired, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're getting there.
0: Dave Tippett uh, is stepping behind the bench for them. They are saying that Connor McDavid is 100%.
1: It sounds um, like he is. He, I mean, he didn't talk about it a whole lot when, during with the media this past week. And that's going to be huge, I think, because, you know, I said it when he first got his knee injury and because he slid the same way Stevie Iserman did. And I just thought to myself, it's, God, it's going to come back. And that's the problem with I mean, David's game is that it's speed. Speed, speed, speed. Yeah, once you take out the speed, he's just... I mean, he's got hands and a good shot. He's a good player, but... You see what's happened to Joe Thornton. I mean, now, yes, Joe Thornton's like thirty years older than McDavid, but still, right? But it's just, I you know that I just you look at that later down the line. But this year, though, you know you're you're gonna have Leon Draisaitl. Nuge will be a big piece on both ends of the ice. But defense is the question. Yes.
0: Defense and
1: like goaltending like, are the questions. Oscar Klefbom and Darnell Nurse are the top two defenders. I mean, come on, guys. Right. And then, of course, yes, the goaltending. Can Mike Smith have a... I mean, Mike Smith had a good year and a good playoff. Even though he lost in five games, they had a good playoff series. He really... It was the team in front of him that faltered against Colorado. Now, Mikko Koskinen's the worst kind of contract I've ever seen in my life. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. The dumbest decision I have ever seen. With the exception of giving Rick DiPietro a 15-year contract. Fair. That was probably the worst thing. Ironically, a team that wears blue and orange, though. That is true. But... I Edmonton the same way. I I don't know. I, you hope for improvement, but yeah, the Pacific is
0: a weird one that is for sure. Next team we have are the Anaheim Ducks, fifth in the division last year. Uh, Dallas Eakins is stepping behind the bench. A lot of a lot of a lot of coaching changes in the Pacific. That's for sure.
1: Well, well, yeah, because all the all uh, of them are bad, Alex. <laughs>
0: yeah, John Gibson, uh, the the heart and soul of that team, the
1: only guy on that team. Yeah. That get Gib- You know what? I'll give if if they get Gibson's going to make the most saves in the NHL. Cuz he's going to face the most But it's not going to matter. And he's going to face the most shots, make the most saves and have the worst goals against average. If they get 30 games, that's a miracle. Ah, they'll win. I think they'll be close to 5. They'll be close to 500 on John Gibson alone. Maybe. But, you know, the worst part was this team had talent. I mean, you, you had Cam Fowler still and you know, Hampus Lindholm was a guy on the rise, and and there was Ricard Raquel who had a lot of upside. And now, I mean, Adam Henrique was supposed to be a good move to bolster the lineup, but it just didn't pay dividends. So now the team's starting to pay for it, and they're getting older. And I mean, at what point is Anaheim gonna have to realize that hey, maybe we should just you know retool, rebuild? I mean, it's the it's you can do it nowadays in a couple of years. Right. You lose a couple of old farts and put a couple new young speedsters in there and away you go. Right. Talking
0: about speedsters, you know, they do share one thing with the Leafs, though, this next team. They're announcing a captain on their first game. Talking about the Vancouver Canucks, finished fourth in the division.
1: Elias, no, it's got to be Brock Besser.
0: It's going to be Besser. Has to be.
1: There's no, I don't think there's any other player that I want other than Brock Besser.
0: Brock Besser, Elias Patterson, Thatcher Demko. Quintus. Possible Mikey
1: D. D. P. D. P. H. De- o. Holy smokes! You can tell how tired I am. I am. I'm good. It's good to see Brock Besser will be 100 percent by game one. because he's because he, that's the problem. He's he's one of those players that he's had some injury, especially his rookie year, had a little bit of injury trouble here and there. How will he do here in year two? I'm interested. Pedersen is be, or Year three for Brock Besser. Pedersen though petterson that that is the one he this team is going to live and die by him he is the future of this franchise i don't know if he'll ever be a f- captain but i And but it, it's going to be goaltending i mean mikey dph will start in utica i would think and i think if if markstrom markstrom will be out there with demco you got to give demco half the games there's no question you want him if you want him to meet his potential you got to play him you have to you got to play him more he's got to be your starter this team is not supposed to gonna win with Jacob Markstrom. I love Markstrom. I've always loved him when he in Florida. Just because I, he's a hard-working goaltender, he's just not the guy. Demko's your future. Play him like your future. If you lose more, guess what? You have Mikey Pietro waiting in the wings. Right.
0: Next team that we have are the Arizona Coyotes. They just missed the playoffs last year. The, the How? Darcy
1: Kemper. Yeah. Darcy Kemper was their starting goaltender. He did it with Minnesota. And he, by golly, almost did it with with the Coyotes.
0: Well, you see, here's the thing, though. Castle is now on the team.
1: He can play play in a nice environment where nobody cares about hockey. They picked up Eric Comrade waivers. Just because Antti Ranta got hurt again. Right. So that whole experiment went down the tube pretty quickly. This team
0: is going to be fun to watch. And Uh, they're in a division that gives them a lot of leeway.
1: Oh, absolutely! You're playing with a bunch of old farts in California, and yeah, I mean, your biggest competition in the division is Vegas and Vancouver, and San Jose. I San Jose will still be good. They'll still well, be oh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we'll get to another team later, but just like it's, but, this team was so close to making it last year on just a pure whim, now that there's that the problem is now there's expectations. You think they're going to make it now? You have a goal score like Kessel, so that the points where they couldn't get goals last year. You take out Galchenyuk and you get Kessel instead. That's a good cup. That's about 10 more goals right there. That's a good trade-off. And, you know, where will Stepan fit in the role of this? Will Ekman Larson be a big part of the back end? Who will? Who is going to be the guy? Will Clayton Keller really show his stuff? There are question marks, but this team has the ability to surprise some teams. I'd like to see them compete for wild card again. I just don't know if they'll, they'll be able to get it done. Fair point. Talking about Vegas,
0: here they are. They they did not make it past San Jose for certain reasons. We're not going to get into that. There's Stanley oh, Cup. Oh, yeah,
1: you had four goals in a five minute match.
0: Shut up. Stanley Cup favorite, like you talked about with uh, the EA S- simulation. Chell. Chell Sims. Chell Chel Chel Sims. Sims. Uh,
1: Mark Stone, Pacchetti, Stasny, Carlson, Marge No, oh, yes, this team is in gap trouble. We're not going to hide the fact. However,. This team is they're they're meant to win. This is the epitome of Vegas, of Las Vegas. It's called gambling, son. They are, roll. They are putting they are putting chips on red eighteen, just like Pat McAfee was told by Peyton Manning himself. Oh, sweet they are Jesus. going for it. Did you just hear that story? No, like I just I, I listened to it again. Oh I've heard it's a, such a great story though. How about that red, it, 18. red eighteen? Red eighteen, not blue because he's playing for the Colts. No, red. 18. Smack on the ass. Just it's just. Peyton Manning, but no, this team, but this is, it, team. they are, everyone talks about, you know, like Philly's tough and, you know, the Broad Street Bullies, it's a tough city. New York, the glitz and glamour lights, the team that, you know, reflects that. Vegas, just go for it. Vegas, we're rolling the dice, man. Full send. Woo! We're going at the craps table. We're going sevens all week, boys. Let's go. Because we ain't leaving this dang place until we walk out with a million dollars. They're going to, that team will, that team will run out of money before they win the Stanley Cup. It's Not gonna, to be punny, but they will live and die by the sword. They will live. They are going to live and die by it. Guess what? You may get up to about two million, you know, two hundred thousand dollars playing poker, playing blackjack, whatever. Guess what? You keep on that same table, you all, you will lose all that money. Right. So you better win now and sell hot. You better. It's got to happen soon. I'm sorry. It's going to hit them one day, and then they'll just be they'll be Arizona. They will be like the Coyotes. They will come in hot. They'll have a couple good years, and then they'll die out. They have to win now. Because Mark Stone, by the end of the, by a couple more years, Alex, Stone's going to be old. Pat Ciarity's already showing age. Right. I mean, Derek, I don't know. Mark Andre Fleury. Right.
0: Now, moving on to the team that absolutely hates the Vegas Golden Knights right now, the San Jose Sharks. Made it to and the, conference. the team that
1: everyone else hates in the league except for Boston. Right. San the- Jose is the Boston of the West. Yes. Made a team that the- somehow always wins in the playoffs and just annoys the heck out of you. Made
0: to the conference finals. Somehow. Martin Jones is hopefully going to possibly have a better regular season. He had a
1: good playoff, but it's like his regular season numbers were just awful.
0: Carlson is, with an asterisk, 100%. <laughs> Thornton is still going, um, but they lost their captain. They Pavelski, did lose Pavelski is no longer
1: there. I'm just wondering what... The meaning, what was the reasoning behind signing Carlson for such a big deal, and then you end up realizing, oh crap, we can't sign Marlowe or Thornton because I listen, I know is old and all, but you could, after losing Pavelski, you could easily use a guy like that, and it didn't help that you signed Timo Meyer for six million dollars. Listen, Doug Wilson was a genius to get Mike Hoffman for four draft picks from Florida, Was it three or four, when he flipped him from Ottawa. Like that was a big move. He got a lot of you're gonna get a lot of young prospects with that one trade alone. But then you do something stupid like this, and then you sign Carlson for a stupid amount of money. Doug Wilson's losing his touch here, guys. Right. And it's going to cost the Sharks here in the future. And eventually, they're going to hit that point, and they're going to hit that wall, and they're going to just plummet. They're going to be Los Angeles in a few years.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Last team that we have on the list are the Calgary Flames. They lost in the first
1: round to Colorado. Western Conference regular season champions. No banner, though. Oh, because they're not dumb. They're not. Because they actually have legitimate banners up in Calgary. They actually have a Stanley Cup championship banner, and I think they have a Roughnecks championship. I think they won a championship. Something like that. Hitman as well. Yes, Calgary. And if there is a team that I am concerned about the most, it's them. Because they didn't win on goaltending last year. They won on goals. They won on scoring and a really, really good defense core. That said, Mark Giordano is a year older. Yes, he's the oldest defenseman ever in the North, I believe. Right? Uh, he's up there. He's I, up how there. How old was Nicholas Lidstrom when he won his last? You are asking the wrong person. I know. I'm asking hypothetically. Here. Just I don't know with this team. I mean, yes, you're keeping you Giordano's still good though. He you is still, to still be a good defenseman. Yeah, Lidstrom was good till his last year too. I mean, yeah. I mean, he'll be fine. It's just you have Kachuk, Sal Gaudreau, Bennett, Monahan. They're all there. They will score. But Calgary is going Cam, to be fun to watch. David Riddick, is post, David Riddick and Cam Talbot are your two goaltenders. I don't know how much Mike Smith was actually asking for Calgary or if he just wanted to leave Calgary, but Mike Smith is better than Cam Talbot. That's not an even trade. Cam Talbot has not been good since his first year in Edmonton. He's had injuries, yes, but he hasn't looked good. He went over to Philly. He was okay. Will he play better in front of a better team or behind a better team like Calgary? You're hoping so because you go from a 50-win season, the best team in the West, you flame out in the playoffs no pun intended. And now you're going to bank on a goaltender that has not been good a good a good consistently good starter except for one season of his career. It's a huge this could be a huge drop off here for Calgary. If they don't, if the if the scoring goes, similar with Dallas, if the scoring goes, they're in trouble. You're not wrong. If then. the goals don't come in, they're in trouble. That is for sure. Now, we, we actually got this pretty quickly.
0: Pretty R- quickly. R- R- hey, pretty quickly don't forget, is... we,
1: did, we did, what, four hours of content over the preview last year? That was over two episodes, though. Oh, God. Sorry, folks, we, we didn't plan it out well this year because, well, I don't know. It's like It was like the season was never going to start, and then all of a sudden, bam, it's going to start next week. Yeah, that is for sure. Time and, and moving it didn't help. That is true. Predictions. So we're going to go. So we're we'll just do regular season. We're not going to worry about playoffs or anything like that. Let's do all the way from. We'll go from bottom to top each division. So I'm going to pull up the list of the Can teams. we just do the winners? No. For the sake of time? No, because no, it'll be quick. Just look up the divisions. Just get the teams from the divisions up, and you can go from that way. All right, Kay. let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Ladies first.
0: Okay. We'll start you in go. the Atlantic. No, you said ladies first. Go. And I said you go. Okay. You did not say. You that go, so well. Go. Bottom to the top. It's gonna be Ottawa.
1: Wow. I actually know. Uh, yeah.
0: It's gonna be Ottawa,
1: Florida. Detroit. Really? Florida? Mm-hmm. After all that work, they're going to finish in a lottery pick. Ottawa?
0: Yeah, because that's how they're going to be good. They're going to get a lottery pick, and then Joe Quinn will be, will be happy. They're going to get Alexi
1: Lafreniere, and I'm going to laugh my butt off, and they're just going to kill everyone in next season.
0: It's going to be Ottawa, Florida, Buffalo, Detroit, Montreal, Boston, Toronto, Tampa. You really think Detroit's gonna make that big of a jump?
1: Yeah, I'm giving
0: them the benefit of the doubt.
1: They're actually. What do you think? They're actually gonna fill up some of the seats so they don't look empty all the time. I just think that they might play well. They will. They will be better.
0: Tyler but Pertuzzi is looking better not, by the day. If he's not
1: sucker punching guys from the bench, he's looking better by the day.
0: You You're gotta, next.
1: Um. I'm going to go Buffalo. Buffalo. I don't have any. Listen, I said it when we previewed them. This team just has so much talent they're wasting. Why stop now? So Buffalo, Ottawa. By the way, both teams get more points in Los Angeles. Just saying. Detroit, Montreal, Florida. Toronto, Boston, Tampa. With Toronto, Florida Boston, maybe Tampa. catching a wild card spot. Okay, okay. I just don't think Montreal has consistency enough. I That's think f- with Florida getting a goaltender, that makes them dangerous. I'll give it to you. Because last year that was their problem. No goaltending. They have a guy that can stop the puck now.
0: Moving down to the Metropolitan. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'll say Columbus, Philly, the Islanders. Pittsburgh, Jersey, Washington, Hurricanes.
1: Where'd you put the Rangers? Did
0: I not put the Rangers down?
1: Go go again. You said. So you said. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let
0: me let me restart. Let me start. It's a Columbus, Colum- Philly, Columbus, Philly. Oh, uh, see, that's where I made the mistake. Yeah, it's supposed to be Columbus, Philly, and then. You said Islanders. The Islanders, Pittsburgh, Rangers, Capitals, Hurricanes. I have them winning the Metro.
1: You're asking a lot of Peter Mrazek, man. No, I just That want... boy is, is, is consistent listen, as consistent as a listen, rock listen, slide. Listen,
0: listen, 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 I'm listening, but I'm trying to figure <laughs> out where you're going with this one here. Two fringe starters, Peter Mrazek, James Reimer. The French starter from Detroit. The French starter from Toronto.
1: French starter, he was the number one guy, and then freaking Dave Donis ruined it for everybody. Yeah, sure. Okay, bud. I'm still riding that st- I'm still salty about that. Carolina's gonna win the metro. That's a that's a hot take. It's a hot take. Sounds like from a like a hurricane Karen you got coming in there. Sure. I wanna speak with your commissioner. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to your manager. I'm gonna talk to your gentleman. I'm gonna have to talk to Down Waddell. So for my picks, yeah, Columbus. Yeah, I love. You know what? I want them to do better, but you know, no, that cannon can. That cannon can just sit off to the side for a minute. I'm gonna go with. You know what? is gonna kill them. The Islanders. Islanders will finish second to last, and then I'm gonna pick new. I'm gonna pick Philly. Then I just don't think Carter Hart can be consistent enough. New Jersey. Pittsburgh, the Rangers, Carolina, Washington. Okay. okay. It's just so hard to like look at Carolina. I'm like Out of all these teams that are so inconsistent, Carolina is the same team. Carolina and Washington are the two similar teams. Partner. New Jersey and the Rangers will move up. I just don't know how big of a jump they can make because their goaltenders are big question marks. Whereas Carolina and Washington, they have Holtby in Washington, Mrazic and Carolina. If he can do it again, Merazic, they'll be fine. Right. Now we have the Central Division. Mother of God. Can we can we pause so I can figure this no. out? I need to no. come up with some quadratic no. Pythagorean no. formula for this.
0: No. No, you get one shot. One kill. Chance to flow. Opportunity one. Once in a lifetime, you better lose yourself in the music moment. moment. Never All right. Dallas. Jeez. Yep. Really? Yep.
1: Over Minnesota?
0: Yep. Wow. I just, think, just I think there's going to be too many Man. cooks in the kitchen there. In Dallas? I think Pavelski and Ben aren't going to like each other very much. They
1: play on Team Canada together.
0: I, I think playing over an 82-game season, it's just not going to click. Or I could be proven wrong. I got Dallas, Minnesota, Colorado, St. Louis, Chicago, Nashville, Winnipeg.
1: You somehow you first you say Dallas is last and you say Winnipeg is first. I'll do you one better there, Sparky. Minnesota. I'm okay, sorry. I just I love I love Minnesota. I want to move there. I want to live there, but no, the team's not gonna do it. Okay, Minnesota then Winnipeg. Okay, that team is going to just kick rocks. That it's gonna be their their team is I'm gonna be as cold on the ice as it cold in the air. There, it's just gonna be just rough for them. Continue. <laughs> After that, it's like my only sure two right there. Let, and let, then everyone's tied just, for first. Everyone's tied with 100 points, right? Exactly. And then regulation overtime wins don't matter. They're all going to have like 40 regulation overtime wins. It's going to be great. They're just going to do like, like, you know, all do like a massive game of, you know, paper, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, man. Dallas, yeah. Dallas will finish fifth just because, like I said, it'll be the, the offense will fall a little bit. St. Louis, no, yeah, St. Louis will finish fourth. Chicago will move up to third. They'll get a playoff spot. And then it'll be Nashville and Colorado. Colorado. Dude, it just that team, we learned with Calgary last year that you need a decent goaltender, and then this team can, you can win the division. You can be tops in the conference. With an okay. offensive talent they have, and they're still like I said—you miss out Tyson Berry, but you still have Eric Johnson, Zadorov, Makar. It's, I got you. It's just this team is going to be legit. We'll now see. I don't know how deep they're going to go in the playoffs, but in the regular season, eighty-two games, I like them. I like where they're heading. We'll see. Now we have the Pacific. Who do we want to pick to not finish last?
0: <laughs> we have Los. Okay, this is me, Los Angeles. Anaheim, Edmonton, Arizona, Vancouver, San Jose,
1: Calgary, Vegas. That's fair. That's Eric fair. I just... You look at San Jose, and they're so much older now, but you know somehow some stupid way they'll finish second. It just will ha it's just somehow going to happen. They'll put you'll get 95, they'll get 100 points, they'll do that and they it's just the dumbest thing that happens to them every year. They somehow do it just so quietly too. LA, absolutely. Anaheim, absolutely. You're probably going to put Arizona. It's okay. It's so hard because listen, Edmonton is not much better on the back end. That's what's going to kill them. That's why I'm going to put them at sixth. So, Edmonton, Arizona then? Oh, my gosh, It's so tough. Oh, wait, oh no. I is don't... he going
0: to put them higher?
1: I'm, almost, I'm literally dun, looking at dun. this. and like, I'm flipping Edmonton and Anaheim, and I just don't know how consistent Vancouver is going to be. Vancouver is the Buffalo of the West. They have good talent, but they somehow blow it every year. So, I think just put Sven Bersche on waivers for... Gosh knows what reason. So I'll put Vancouver there above Edmonton. Vancouver will look good, but they'll tail off like they usually do. You got to go Arizona four, San Jose three, Calgary, then Vegas. I don't know how else to do it. It's so dumb because you think Vancouver can be good enough, and you think Arizona can pull one out of the hat, but then easily Arizona can be bottom where Edmonton was last year. And Calgary can be 107 points this year and then 95 next year and barely get a wild card spot. It's so tough to look at this division and think, all right, who's actually gonna be good out of this? Because let's be honest, Calgary was probably the best team, and somehow San Jose was second in the conference by some magical whimsical thing that happened. Right. I am more sure of the central division than I am the Pacific. For some reason, I don't know why. Because the Pacific is, you'll either have you'll have Two really good teams, and the rest just kind of just fall over. Someone will get a third spot but have, you know, less points than the top four in the Central. It's going to be a battle in the Central. The Metro is going to be stupid. The Atlanta top three probably most likely stay the same, and like we just said, the Pacific will as well. I don't know if I'm sure on any of these picks. All, all I know, the only things that are certain: LA will finish last, and Ottawa will finish towards the bottom. Make sure
0: to use the hashtag #TheKeelPodcast to get involved in the conversation at The Keel Podcast on Twitter. Make sure to also go check out the Downtown Sports Network for those that you are, you know, football. Into, into football. Some, some, we down, I some, to, some it, baseball as well. If there's a downtown Steelers, Steelers right now. I'm sorry. Why? Because your quarterback's out for the rest of the season. They're not already? having. They're not having a good year. <laughs> no.
1: At least the Saints can find a way to win without a quarterback. Hey, you know what? Did you watch that game Sunday night at all? Detroit almost won versus Kansas City. That was the dumbest thing ever, dude. That was the that game was just we were because we were we had the TVs on at the at the farm. I started calling it the farm on the broadcast. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, we're using it, man.
0: Calling it the farm. The
1: farm. Um, but we were watching the game, and literally every every break, I'm just sitting there, just screaming into him, like, "How do you fumble the ball in the one yard line and let a guy just walk back to the other end zone?" Just it's it it, it it's only the Lions. It is only the Lions, the Lions, the Edmonton Oilers of the NFL, Psh, a <laughs> team that was good long ago, but no more.
0: Now they just have Matthew Stafford.
1: Connor McDavid is it's the Matt- Barry Sanders. No. Yes.
0: No. Electrifying player.
1: Electrifying player on no. a bad team.
0: Connor McDavid is Matthew Stafford.
1: No, because Matthew Stafford's very inconsistent. McDavid's always good. Mc, Mc, Stafford can throw the ball into you know triple coverage and occasionally get a pass through, but he throws more interceptions than touchdowns.
0: But McDavid and puts over hundred points. Or
1: Matthews. Dry
0: No, McDavid and Stafford are both overpaid.
1: Well, who are you going to pay on the Lions? Nobody. There's nobody to pay. Uh, he's the only player that I know on the team now. There's nobody that's good on the team. That's fair. They're just a bad football team, so you got to pay one guy or else they are going to hit the floor. That's true. <laughs> You're paying a bunch of guys' practice squad pay just to get him through. So, yes, it's official. McDavid is the Barry Sanders of the NHL. Sure. Never Will never win a championship. Will always be great. Put up points forever. Hashtag the Kiel Podcast at the Keel Podcast. Get yourself involved in the conversation. Twenty-one hours away from puck drop, ladies and gentlemen. No Bob Cole this year. Nope. No Bob Cole. He's done. All done. Don't worry, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, cover his spot here in a few couple years. Yeah. Okay. Just give me a minute.
0: Buddy. For Tyler, First. I'm your host, Alex. We will see you
1: next time. Let's drop the puck. Goodbye.